it is a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, right Thank on. you for coming by. Yeah, thanks Cheers. for having me, man. Yeah, for sure. Dude, 17 years? That is correct, yeah. Holy shit. 17 years podcasting. 17 years. Yeah. So not to completely date you or anything, but sure. I was nine years old. Okay. When you started podcasting. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because people are like, yeah, you were like right at the beginning. And I was like, pretty close. I was pretty close. Well, because I mean, when I think of like early podcasters, Mm -hmm. it's hard to find super popular ones that were before Rogan. Like did uh, Mark Maron start before he did? Yeah. Right. Like Mark Maron started before he did. Adam Curry, maybe? Uh, Well, Adam, oh yeah, Adam Carolla, Adam Curry. So... Uh, when I first started, there was some really popular ones out there. Keith and the Girl, Red Bar Radio. Uh, Adam Curry had um, a thing called Pod Show. Okay. And Pod Show was kind of the, the corporate uh, podcasting group. So there was like this big movement in the industry where it was like, are you, are you Pod Show? Or you know, do you want to be on Pod Show? Or do you not want to, you know, do you want to stay away from them? So, and What were the stigmas back then? What were the stigmas behind? Um, uh, like when someone said pod show, was... well, it, it was basically like they they told you what you know what you know okay. what your content was, at, right? At, you know, to a point, you know what I mean. And I think the shows that were on there, and I think they still podcast. Don and Drew, I think, were there. Um, and yeah, I ended up going to Dallas, and I saw a live Keith and the Girl show. Um, this is like probably my first year podcasting, so there were people out there. I remember in in pre. I'm going to say pre-Marin, because uh, there was, uh, Marin predates Rogan. There wasn't really famous people doing it. Right. There, there were people that, that were doing it that became famous, uh, like Red Bar Radio, like TJ Miller, uh, Han- Han- right. Hannibal, Hannibal Burris came from there. Um, so remind me, was Red Bar Radio was that on Sirius XM or was that like an internet thing on its own? They were own? they were an internet thing on their own, and then okay. they, they they tried to go like they were on terrestrial radio okay. for a little while, and then they got kicked off that. The guy that hosts that, Mike D, is very he's very punk rock DIY. So he yeah he, he gets kicked off. He got kicked off a lot of stuff. He was pretty controversial, but a lot of people came out of that that are famous now. It's kind of it's kind of nuts. So it's like oh weird. So there were people, and then when Marin started podcasting, it really changed everything. That that's when you saw the, you know, people seeing like you know mainstream uh, art, mainstream uh, entertainment, f- finally looked at podcast as like, oh, this is a viable media, and pre that. It was kind of a, you know, what nerds do. It was kind of embarrassing a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was like when it was they, podcasts, yeah. people that still read comic books, yeah. and then D and D. Well, it was like guys in the basement, yeah. yeah. You know, there was, you know, it was like, uh, like the big, like there was this website, and it would tell, like every month, it would it would rank, like the podcasts, you know, and you wanted to get in the top ten, but like like Pottercast and Mugglecast were always like one and two. Interesting. And it was like this big nerd, like it was what nerds do, what nerds listen to, it's what nerds do. And then Marin came around along and all of a sudden it was like what, you know, your uh, aunt all of a sudden listens to a podcast and you're like, whoa, you know, and then, and then Rogan came out, uh, Rogan kind of got big, you know, he came out and he was bigger than Marin, I would say. Uh, and then, you know, every comedian in the world now has, you know, yeah. a podcast. So. 
That's interesting. So what made you want to start one? Especially um, back then, because like, I mean, I, my first exposure to a podcast yeah. is I had like, I think the second version of the iPod Touch. Okay. And it had the podcast right. app on it. Right. Doesn't look too much different now. Yeah. But um, I remember I was obsessed with G4 at the time. Right. And I maintained that obsession through yeah. high school. Which is which was a great, you know, the G4, like there was there was these programs that were like, of their time, and if they were of any other time, they wouldn't, you know, have made it. And it's like TRL, yeah, like MTV, TRL, uh, G4, because like they tried to bring G4 TV back, but you don't, you don't need it. You yeah. have YouTube, you have YouTube, you know, you don't need TRL, you don't need MTV because you have YouTube, you know, exactly. But those are all products of the time, and like, so podcasting to me, what I, why I started it is, is you know, I'm I'm a guy, I'm, you know, I, was, I grew up in the small, like I grew up Eastern New Mexico, small town. And I, you know, always, you know, didn't fit in, didn't, didn't, uh, feel like I should have been there, you know? And I've always been, uh, introvert, extrovert, but like, you know, if there's a microphone, I'm going to go over to it and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to, you know, or I'm going to go to the podium if there's, you're in a gymnasium or, you know, uh, um, so were you like the one kid that actually enjoyed public speaking? I, I'm very good at it. No shit. Very good at it. Terrified of that when I was no. a kid. The podcast is sponsored by the amazing people over at Chop Chili Company. If you've been a listener to the podcast for a while, you know that I love these guys and their amazing chili. And right now they are running a special offer exclusive to the listeners of this podcast. Go online to chopchiliCo.com and use code only kings at checkout and not only will you receive 25% off your entire order you will also get a free cookbook based on hatch chili recipes free at checkout like i said go to chopchiliCo.com and use code only kings at checkout and not only will you receive 25% off your order you will also get a free cookbook to go with your chili they are also in stores across new mexico at stores such as albertson's john brooks lowe's and a bunch more in cities such as albuquerque santa fe tucumcari las vegas roswell riadoso and even hobbs new mexico and for our listeners in el paso texas we are in your supermarkets as well like I said, go to chopchilico.com, use code ONLYKINGS at checkout for 25% off and a free cookbook. Now back to the podcast. I, I will I'm I'm more terrified of like being one-on-one with a person mm. than I am if you if you you go to Launchpad and you like and someone's like, "Hey, go introduce the band that's coming up." Okay. You just did that, right? For that other than cover bands. Yeah, yeah I saw a video you do. Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. Tenacious D? Yeah, yeah. You guys are doing Tenacious yeah. D. Yeah, Jack Black and Kyle Gass came, yeah. by the way. So you know, <laughs> but yeah, I saw you do it. That was a cool video. Yeah, I so I've I'm very blessed yeah. in a lot of manners, but I've become friends with the Sons of Harvard. Oh, okay. And yeah. I was fucking around with them one night. Like, I've yeah. had uh, I've had Leroy on the show. He yeah, he mentioned that to me. Yeah, yeah. I was telling him like you guys should get someone and dress them up in a cheap suit like mm-hmm. the movie and have them go up uh, for one <laughs> of your shows. I fucking love this band. I th- just once. Yeah. I would kill to see that. But anyway. And so, well, that's funny because they're the guys who do the theme song of my podcast. So, Oh, no shit? Yeah, that's it's uh, Carlos the Tall or, or you know, it's Carlos. He doesn't go by that anymore. But um, so, yeah. So, like, I am that kid, you know. I took public speaking in college uh, because my friend was was teaching it. And and she's like, take this class. You don't have to show up. Just show up for the speeches. And so I did. 
and, got, <laughs> and she gave me a B because she goes, I can't give you an A because you didn't show up. And I think I did three speeches my last day of class. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I, I, I have no issue with it. But yeah. So when I was younger, like I, you know, I was, uh, I had a girlfriend at the time. We lived together, and I was uh, maintain. She was still in college. I was not, and I was maintaining these apartments, and uh, I would have to mow like these huge lawns. So I got an iPod Touch, like you know, not an iPod Touch, an iPod Nano, the little Nano yeah. that you clip on, you clipped yeah. on your, you know, amazing device. So I would, you know, listen to my playlist of music. Well, after a couple months, I was like, you know, this isn't like nowadays where you just have everything at, you know, your fingertips. So I uh, was on uh, iTunes, which you don't have anymore. I don't think iTunes even exists anymore, does it? Yeah, it does. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I, I only know that because uh, a lot of my movie library is oh, on oh, iTunes oh, okay. that I switched over to yeah. Apple TV. And so I was like uh, looking at it and I was like, what are what is a podcast? So then I was like scrolling through it and I was like, well, I, you know, I kind of listened to a little bit. I was like, okay, it's like a radio show. So I downloaded some of the comedy ones and it was really clear pretty quickly. I was like, wait a minute. These are people doing this like at their house. This isn't like Apple has, you know, I didn't know what they were. I thought like maybe, you know, somebody like radio station or something. You know. And I was like, wait a minute. These are people that are just went and bought microphones and stuff. Can I swear on this? Is that okay? Oh, oh okay. fuck yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. So like I was like, these are people in their fucking house. They're just doing whatever, you know, and I was like, holy shit. So I go home that night after listening to some, because some are really good. Some are really bad. And how old are you at this point? Oh, man. Late 20s. Are you right? still in eastern New Mexico? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, late 20s, probably like 20, I'm, I'm going to say, no, I may have been in my, let's see. No, I was in my early 30s. Okay. My early 30s at this point. And, uh. So I uh, go home, and my friend lives next door, and I go over to him, and I'm like, dude, check this out. And I start showing him. I was like, I think we should do this. And he's like, okay. And he he was like the money bank of it all. So the next <laughs> the ne- that weekend. We have that in common. <laughs> we drove down to like uh, Clovis, which I'm, I'm from Clovis, but like at the time I was in Portales. Okay. We drove down to Clovis. Th- these are all going to be huge dated references. To the Radio Shack. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we bought microphones like the cheapest piece of shit microphones you could buy not a mixer but like a a volume leveler and then i had to order so in those days you didn't there was no class there was no youtube there was no youtube was video podcasting a thing no Okay. Not when I started. No. I think that's the big discriminator for right. sure. Is right. like, because I mean, that's what I fucking did. I know Shaman yeah. saying that. I yeah. saw what Rogan was doing. Yeah. It's like, okay, he's got these microphones look like this. He's yep. got these boom arms. Yep. yep. You know, but, but you didn't have that. Yeah. So, and then like if you would email people, it was, a, there was a big gatekeeper. Everyone was, there was really big gatekeeping. And so, like, literally, like, I remember emailing a podcast and they printed out my email and ripped it up on the air. Ah. And uh, is it, are they still around now? I I think I looked one day, and I think the guy still is, but they're nowhere like where they were. And I'm like, eh, yeah. whatever, right? You know, and uh, what a bunch of pricks, right? <laughs> it was very bad like that. And it, like you would go in the forum because it was big, big. Those are the forum ages, you know, where they would go in forums, and right. people wouldn't, you know, people. So I would go through forums, and so finally I realized I needed to get an external. Uh, 
uh, how would you call it, audio card. And, you know, I'm a like an SD card. No. Oh. Uh, so like back in those days, you needed to have a way of plugging it and plugging everything into a computer. So okay. like I so I you know I figured out you know I got RCA cables to the one eighth and I plug them in, and if your laptop or desktop didn't have like the mic and the headset, you had to get what's well and if it did they may be shitty like they didn't make yeah components very well well they weren't reinforced with anything no and right. they were, and, yeah. and so you would have insane so like there was a thing called like an iMic and it was an external like uh, sound card yeah and so I got one of those and then like we started like I mean we we did an hour a day. Every day. Holy shit. I mean, shit. Five, five days a week for the first year. So it's you and your buddy. It's me and my buddy and my girlfriend at the time. Holy, yep. how in the world? Okay, it, you brought back a funny memories. I remember yeah. having like, mm-hmm. well, it was an old iPod or like a really like a, a tiny, like a like the notebook laptops. Yeah. And if you had your uh, headphone jack and the music wasn't sounding right, you had to slowly turn it yep. to get it to work properly. Because yep. again... Those components were not reinforced no. with a shit. No. And as a little kid, I'm like, okay, I think I can like, oh, that's how you make it. okay. I remember good. I remember when Radio Shack went under and it freaked me out. I was like, oh shit, I don't know how I'm gonna get stuff. Because yeah. everything was very DIY. You didn't have like uh, you didn't go to Best Buy and they had a uh, a podcasting section. Right. Well, it's not even podcasting section, it's a streamer section, yeah. right? It's like this whole yeah. like streamer. They didn't have that, you know. Guitar Center didn't have that, you know. Right. So it was very DIY, and no one had the same setup. Like, this is the first time I've ever done a podcast with someone else, and they had a component that I have. <laughs> ever. <laughs> oh, I take that as a, ever. a badge of honor there. Yeah, you, I mean, you saw, I was like, you got the, you have that, and I was like, oh, wow. And I have to give all yeah. the credit in the world um, to my buddy Jay. He, mm-hmm. at the time, he lived in L.A., but now he's in Arizona. Yeah. And basically, like, he's the guy that sits behind a computer for 12 hours a day and makes his money, right? Does yeah, a lot oh, of coding, yeah. makes his yep. own music, that type of shit. Sure. Because originally, when I approached him, I was like, hey, man, I had this idea for a podcast. Yeah. Um, I I would, because he's a really good graphic designer. Yeah. So I was like, dude, I don't know shit about Photoshop, and I don't have any intention and, of learning. And you don't really have to anymore anyway. Yeah. You just pay people to do something. Like, no. I w- well, you can do that. But like now, so much of like, uh, like you go to Adobe Express and like you can get AI, you can like type in what you yeah. want and it'll it'll kind of make it for you, or you can like take one of their templates and just pull shit and it's crazy. It's a, that's very true. I've seen yeah. the as I'm updating all my Adobe shit, I've seen yep. the thing for AI and all that. Mm-hmm. But I asked him, I was like, dude, like here's my idea for the logo. Yeah, only fans but kings. What do you, can you do that? I'll teach you some money. Yeah. Like, I think it'd be a funny thing to do. Mm-hmm. Well, he comes back to me two days later. And he's like, okay, well, I got your mock-up, but don't pay me. I'll just, I'll produce the pod for right. you. And if, wow. it, and if, yeah. And if it becomes something big, you can just pay me in the back end. Right, right, This right. took me 10 minutes. I'm not going to take $50 out of you because right. of 10 minutes of work. It's like, damn. Like, at this point, me and him have been friends for six, seven years. No, I give, you, there. I give you pretty good props on this too. Like, it's interesting. Like, it's, it's you know, because, uh, you know, there's the illusion, like you know what I mean. What do you mean? Oh, like like, like on what, camera, show. what they're seeing, yeah, and what I'm seeing, yeah, here, yeah, and it's it's like because if you see my show, people come and they show up to my studio and they're like, oh, okay, <laughs> it's the same kind of thing, right? And and it's kind of interesting because like I was like okay, because like when I walked in, I I was like ah, because I was trying to figure it out when I was watching it because that's what I do. I mean, that's what yeah. I you know. No, it's the the. I guess you can call it the set design, like the studio design yeah. is like one of my favorite parts of the show. But sure. anyway, anyway, so a, he doesn't do it as much anymore, which I'm very sad about because he's a yeah. very talented, like actually talented musician when it comes to like, 
uh, like production, and then his he actually has a good singing voice. But oh, he doesn't yeah. make music too much anymore. But at the time, he was big into that, and he was like, "Hey, this is the type of audio stuff you should get." And he was like, "Look, you can buy cheap stuff and oh, save yeah. up money, or if you've got because at the time I had just gotten back from a deployment, and I think the first uh, the first like stimulus check hit, he said, "Dude, if you've got a little bit of cash on you." If you got friends that can help you, this is the shit you should yep. buy. And that's one of the things he recommended yep. me was that one. <laughs> My friend is one of the spokespeople. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a yeah. great piece. Of, if the friend is watching, uh, they know what they're doing over there at Podrack. Yeah. Anyway, um, what I was going to ask you a little bit earlier is so you and your buddy and your girlfriend at the time mm-hmm. sitting together for an hour a day, yep. five days a week. Yep. What the fuck were you guys talking about? Oh, uh, just the worst stuff. Because well, it was I terrible. Just, I just asked because I do podcasts mm-hmm. every now and again with my buddies. Sure. And I love these guys. Yeah. Like I've known them for over a decade. I, I've lived with them, right? I, I love these guys. But I don't, because we see each other most day. I mean, they're like, one of them's an EMT, another one's a firefighter. So they're off on shift and doing their own thing. Okay. But like, it's, I, I can always sit down with them, just talk shit, have fun, whatever. Sure. I don't know if we could do like a continuous, like, like you, you, you know, there was a thing you sent me, and it said if you could do something every day of your life, you know, if you have no money, it would be this. Yeah, this would be what I want to do every day. And it was weird because, like, I thought, like, you know, there was a lot of like when I first started, I had a list of like you know dream things that if they ever happened, it would be cool, and every single one of them came true almost, and. I thought to myself, man, one day, like, it would be cool if they got discovered and I and I went and been, was on the radio, you know, because, you know, back when I was growing up, the radio, like, was, you know, they were king. King. And I've done that. And I ended up getting on the radio. And the people who were, I was doing it with, they were great. Tyler, who was on your show last week, I, I worked with him. Yeah. And it, it, they were great, but it's radio is just a big shell of what it used to be. It's really weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, can you imagine doing this? But as soon as we're done, a boss comes in and tells you you did a great job, but here's the things you need to work on. See, and that's why I love, like, because, yeah. like, on the one hand, I can look at that scenario. Yeah. Because I'm trying to, like, get over myself mm-hmm. and watch the podcast that I do so I can cast the way that I speak, the way that I articulate myself, the way that, so I can improve my own speech. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to see if that'll work for me. What's, uh, what, what do you think's wrong with your speech? I don't know. That's okay. the issue. I would love to have an answer to that. So I, I, asked, I asked myself that same yeah. question last week, because I've been, I've just been thinking about that recently. I mean, I listened to what you re- to some of your shows. You don't have there's nothing I saw that was. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate. I do appreciate. That. I, I feel like okay, so I know the question's going to come up, like maybe probably where like sure. what would I say to somebody who's starting to do this? You know, probably. I don't know if you were going to ask that. Oh now, yeah, but I mean yeah. I, I'll I'll say this. This is not. Like the problem with with podcasting is everybody thinks it's easy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And everybody like if you you know the biggest thing I can say is if you go into this with the idea that I'm going to do this for a living and I'm going to make money, you're you're doing it the wrong way. Oh yeah. It, it absolutely the wrong way. And excuse me. You're not. <laughs> I hate when people like I I used to, I don't know if you get this, but like you know I go to work and people are like oh you have a podcast you should have me on your show I'm funny, and and it, and it, you know I'd be like yeah you know you know, 
and, and it, it was very insulting to me because it was like, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to bring you on my show and you're going to say three words in two hours. Yeah. Because it's not easy to do this. Well, okay. So I agree. Yeah. Because I've had, I've had that scenario I mean, happen. Not everyone. For but, sure. Yeah. Know. No, no, no. Yeah. I've yeah. had that scenario happen for sure. Um, I wouldn't use the word insulting, maybe. It, it's I would, not insulting. But yeah. It's, you know but I see what you're saying. It's, it's, uh, it's, yeah. You are underestimating right. what's going on. You're underestimating the skills that we have built up and worked on. And see, and that's why I bring up what I was saying a little yeah. bit earlier is that I don't know because I know it's the skill of conversation, yes. right? It's the it's the it's the skill of quick thought process, right? Digestion, and then uh, saying whatever it is you have to say in response to that, okay. whether it's yeah. actual rhetoric that this is like predisposed feelings about a subject, or it's a right. new thought that you're trying to come up with on the fly, right? Sure. Those are definitely the skill sets, but what I've been thinking about with myself is like, okay, maybe I should start rewatching my stuff to see are there patterns that I have that are not predictable, but like they do they pin me in a corner one way conversationally mm-hmm. to where it dies here, where it could have gone longer if I, you know what I mean, that kind of stuff. Like yeah, new, okay. just yeah. just new avenues, yeah, to look into the way that I uh, articulate and okay. present myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um. <clears throat> But I had see exactly my point is I had a I had a thought yeah and I derailed it I'm sorry I, no you're good I had a throwaway to that yeah. and I just, maybe it'll come back to me that's okay but, yeah but going back to uh, you your buddy and and your girl at the time yeah did was there ever so I guess two part question was there ever a hey we're gonna sit down and I want to talk about A B and C and then did that ever happen and if it didn't happen at that mm-hmm. time when did that if it ever started happening, do you has has it ever gotten to the point where you show up and you're like, "Hey, I have these people's questions." I remember I was going to say your boss, a mm-hmm. boss coming in telling you, "Hey, these are your notes." I would love to take constructive criticism from those that have been doing this longer than me, sure. right? Yourself included, uh, or just people that maybe are better, are are more well spoken than I am. It, it, but if it's a corporate dickhead there. coming in, <laughs> yeah. because I because I'm two ways, right? I'm yeah. open to criticism, but mm-hmm. I also want to do things my own way. Yep. And so that's the best description I've ever heard of podcasting is from Lex Friedman, where he called it yeah. where he called it pirate radio. Yes, and that's what it is. Yes, I would hate to be in a great, like state of the art studio, mm-hmm. the new SM7Bs with built in preamps, and sure. we've got drinks, and we've got this, mm-hmm. and it's nice and air conditioned or heated to your like liking. Well, let me tell you this: this. the radio station ain't like that. Oh no, no, I'm just best case scenario. Yeah. Like best case scenario, oh, right? Gotcha, yeah. And then somebody walks in at the end and crashes it. Because if you felt it millions yeah. of times, when you get done with a good podcast, it's like, oh shit, like that was great. That yep. added to my life. I feel like I added to their life. We've got new insight. Or if it's an old friend, you kicked it, had a good time, mm-hmm. whatever. Fine. Now you have that memory locked in on an episode. Yeah. Awesome. But then if some fucking cocksucker comes yep. in, it's like, hey, uh, you said the you said the f word too many times. Yep, yep. Uh, you didn't really align yourself with the company's vision of politics right now. Yes, you didn't. This and it's like, dude, please go fuck yourself. Well, it and, seems like you need it, and it's not. And, it, and it's and it's not like when I say criticism, I don't mean that they're like you know you you, you didn't do this right. It's more of if you if you go into topics like that, we're gonna lose sponsors, and right. it's like ah, and, and and like that, which leads me into like where people are always like, you know, you know, seventeen years shouldn't you be, you know what, man, I I I I am one of those people. Even podcasting, if you really want certain, you know, to go to a certain level, 
you do have to kind of curtail a lot. And I just can't. I just can't do it. I don't know that you have to. Well, if you want the sponsors, and and they'll be like, yeah. well, we, you know, we don't, we don't want you, you know, we didn't like the, you know, you went on this tangent, and then, you know, I just know that like there is some of that. I'm not saying fully like radio, yeah. but you know what I mean. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And, and granted, I'm not gonna say like I know that because the one sponsor <laughs> that I do have that is the shit. Shout out to Chop Chili. Love mm-hmm. you guys. Um. That was one of the, uh, we had a very short conversation before doing yeah. it, you know, and it was, and one of the things that came up was like, hey man, like, uh, I will promote you guys. Have you want me to promote you guys or especially got going on or products want me to, whatever, that's fine. Yeah. My only ask is that you just don't tell me what to say, what yeah. to say when I right. say, and, and yeah. Zane said out to that guy, he's awesome. He's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck, dude. Right. And, and, but, and I think a big reason for that is because he is in my age range as well. There you go. You know, so I think he kind of understands. And I think a lot of other like, companies in general, mm-hmm. I think, are waking up to the idea of, look, man, like, this is the way the, the culture yeah. is going. Right. And we can we can walk and chew gum at the same time. We yes. can sponsor a Joe Rogan, a Shane, a Shane Gillis, a Mark Norman podcast yep. in the same way that we can sponsor a Dax Shepard, a Trevor Noah, right. these guys, right? Not to say that they're on opposite ends of the political spectrum, but mm-hmm. they just have... I mean, if you sit down those people together, they have very different political views, right. but their audiences love them for who they are, yeah. and they know that we can do the same thing. Like, we don't have to marry... Well, and I think the biggest... not to, Sorry, not to cut you off, but yeah. like, I think one of the biggest, like, like sounding the alarms is, hey, don't be like these guys, ironically, was Bud Light. Yep. What they did. S- feel how you want to feel. Say what you want to say about that whole uh, movement, about that whole environment, that subculture is becoming a mainstream culture. They alienated. It wasn't because people latch on too much, in my opinion. They latch on too much to the oh, the Dylan Mulvaney part of it. But that's not the point. The point is they alienated their main consumer base. They did. Yeah. When you've got the CEO of Bushhauser, whatever the fuck it's called, Anheuser Busch, yeah. Anheuser Busch. When you've got the CEO coming out and saying we want to move away from the quote frat party aesthetic, yeah, it's like, oh, you mean 75 percent of your fucking sales, you right. morons! Right. It, like, it's, what the fuck? it's an interesting thing, but um, I mean, but I do applaud them for for trying to do something different. You know, I mean, no, do something different, but don't go out and say, hey, yeah. fuck all college no, people. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. I, something you said, like. You know, you said people are starting to come around to it. That is that is true. So, like, you know, we we've had like the last two sponsors we've had have, have both been alcohol, but literally people would be like, "I can't sponsor your show because of your name." You know, ten drink minimum. Oh yeah, and, you know, I love that name. <laughs> I think that name is catchy but as it's, shit. But you know, it, yeah, it, it has a stigma to it. And like, I've literally been told like that's why we can't do it. And then they're like, "You should change it." I'm like, "I'm not going to change it." It's first of all, it's branded. You know, it's like. Yeah. So finally, now. And that can I say the sponsor? I don't know. If you, oh, I don't. Okay. Get, yeah, so yeah, my yeah. last two sponsors, one was Long Drink. Um, okay. For, the, uh, the Finnish Long Drink. Okay. And because of them, like how well we did with them, well, the poor guy that was like our rep ended up like passing away. Oh shit. So then we lost that sponsor because of that. But right away, as soon as we lost them, Topo Chico Seltzer came in. That's sick. And Topo Chico Seltzer has been like amazing. But I was, you know, but it's because of like what you said, like where. You know, people are starting to come around, not only come around to like, this is what's going on, coming around to like, um, this is where the young hip like movement is, you know, this is where people go and they see things and they try things. 
Yeah. And it's like not all, you know, because I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know if you, I doubt you have cable TV. No one has cable TV anymore. They stream. <laughs> yeah. And they, they watch YouTube all day. I watch YouTube all day. You know, they, you know, they watch uh, TikTok. They watch, uh, you know, and that's where it's all at. It's all independent. Well, yeah. it's all independent media. And yeah. I think. It's all DIY. Uh, who was it? I think Michael Mouse had brought it up. Yeah. And one of his pods he did recently where he was like, yeah. I've kind of moved away from calling the mainstream media mainstream. It's not mainstream. No. Podcasting is mainstream, and yeah. that's corporate media. Well, Spotify, 35% of all listeners of Spotify are podcast listeners. Oh, shit. 35%. And they're over here, like, you know, and it's and it's crazy because, like, I have a lot of friends who are musicians, and they're like, well, Spotify barely paid us anything. And I said, well, let me give you a newsflash. 35% of their listeners are us, and they didn't pay us nothing. Yeah. They paid Joe Rogan a bunch of money. They didn't pay none of us nothing. Which was a smart investment. Absolutely. Yeah. But like, we're you know when it, when is the podcasters going to say, hey, wait a second here, we're thirty five percent of your your listener base. When are you going to pay us? That's an interesting conversation. Yeah. I think. Okay, let's shelf that. Yeah. Because I want I want to come back to that. I haven't actually thought about that. Yeah. That's funny. So your branding with yeah. your name, because I think the name's great. Mm-hmm. But has there ever been a point where you're like, well, maybe I should change the name, but then how do I change it? Where yeah. do I change it? And then yeah, like, yeah. how do I maintain the... There's, there's been a couple times. I've actually had to tell people to change theirs because they, they, they took mine. And I had to like, and they were really cool about it. I was like, hey, uh, I see you've done four, four podcasts, but I've been around for like, you know, at that time I was like 15 years. Yeah. And they were like, crap, sorry. All right. And they changed theirs. Yeah, but for like, sure. But like, uh, it's also tough now. There's so it's like I can't believe you got that one. That one's you know the only kings. I'm shocked I did too. Yeah, it's pretty Trust crazy. Me. But like uh, there were there's been you know it was it was those moments where it was like, what do I want out of life? Do I want you know to like play the game and kind of like sell out a little bit? I guess I don't know. Or do I want to do what I want to do? And it was always and I just it I have nothing. There's there really wasn't a. a a way it was going to happen. I, I can't like I'm doing it the way I'm going to do. Right. No, and that's and that's and, fair. And, I and respect, that's why I'm here. Uh, yeah, that's why. No, I respect the shit out of that. Yeah. And I mean, personally, like because I've thought about that a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I know I'm still on such a low rung of the ladder that there's still a lot of time to rebrand, like if needed. But even then, it's like because my big worry, yeah. and I have no intention to. Right. No intention. My big worry about it, not big worry, but like a thought in my head was, well, what if. And this is like year one, yeah. right? I'm now entering year four. Oh, you're in year four. Yeah. Okay. You've been doing it a while. And you, and you passed the the six month period. Done my best for sure. Done yeah. my best. But I thought about it. And I was like, okay. I I do intend in my first ten episodes. I did have I think like one or two female guests on. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I intend on having female guests because why wouldn't I? Sure. But I wonder if this is going to come off as like misogynistic or it's going to come off as like anti-sex worker or whatever the fuck, right? Sure. So I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to put it out there. I'm no. not even going to say those words. I'm, no. These are thoughts in my head. Okay. And if they come up, we'll deal with it then. Yeah. And I shit you not, it never came up mm-hmm. until six months ago. Oh, okay. When I got a nasty DM from somebody I don't know, and yeah. they don't know me. Those are the best. And I've got it screenshotted. It's funny. I think I have it screenshotted, and it's yeah. in a chat between me and Leroy, funny enough. And 
And it was this nonsense about how you're not you're not supporting sex workers. You don't have them on your platform. And I was, and, and I, and that type of spiel, right? <laughs> well, and then well, I read that and I was like, okay, so apart from the fact that like episode six or eight or whatever was a sex worker, um, I think this is an indicator I'm on the right path. So well, I'm going to stick with it. Let me ask you this though. I mean, you're, you're talking about OnlyFans, right? Yeah. Well, OnlyFans isn't only female. I mean, it's, it's male yeah. and female. Yeah. It's predominantly. <laughs> did you, what I really loved was is when they tried to like, brand themselves as not the porn site right oh yeah because that's when like <laughs> paypal yeah, and yeah, yeah. like bank of america and city were like hey wait a minute right what the fuck is going but, on here? but I, but i mean but that's that's what i'm i mean there's men on only only fans i mean they're right are. dude fucking there are i mean i don't know not that i know it's on his fucking page but dj yeah. cow is on fucking only okay. fans apparently there you go. yeah so i mean you know you you i didn't look at it that i looked at it as you you saw something that was popular yeah, and you emulated it. I thought it'd be funny. Cause yeah, at the, and because at the time, yeah. at the time the meme that was running around was like, "Keep your head up, King. Yeah. You don't need your that type of shit." It's like, oh, gotcha. what? yeah. And I hit him one of my best friends, Evan. He lives in uh, Nevada. Yeah, I hit him up and I was like, "Hey, man, he's like my, he's like one of my idea guys." Yeah. Right. So I hit him up and I'm like, "Hey, man, I have an idea for a podcast. This is the name. What do you think?" He goes, "That's stupid enough to be funny. You should do it." Well, I get. The, I've gotten uh, people like you know. Don't you feel like? Uh, you're promoting like you know alcoholism, drinking and driving. Whoa, uh, that's a know, bit much. And and like you know the idea is, was never like about drinking. So the idea is you, you're you do stand up, yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah I do. Okay. Yeah, I don't call myself a comedian. I well, do stand up in a yeah. traditional comedy yeah. club. What do they tell yeah. you? They tell you to bring two people. Yep. And then there's a two drink minimum. Yep. Right. So yep. in my mind, I was like, well, we're not going to be very funny. It's going to be a ten drink minimum. That's that was the idea. <laughs> And I didn't realize We're funnier when you're drunk, right? And so, and so the idea was that, and people loved it, but like they loved it because you know everybody's everyone always asks that that's never watched it. If I come on your show, do I have to drink ten drinks? And I'm like, you don't have to drink any. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to, that's fine. You don't have to. In fact, ten drinks in the first half hour, the eleventh one's free. <laughs> you can go right ahead. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it, it's it. You're gonna get like. You, you said it. You said if you got hate mail or didn't, you are you doing things right? Yes, and you're always like. I, here's how I feel about it. Like I remember when I was younger, and I was like, man, if I if I get bigger and you know people start trashing me on, you know, am I going to be able to handle it? And you know why would they? Well, we live in a culture now. You could send everybody gold in the mail, and 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 you know cure cancer and there's and, and there's 40 40 000 comments about how you're the biggest piece of shit they're gonna yell at you for giving them lead poisoning yeah so you're gonna get it uh i've gotten viral a couple times on a couple different things like like one point like three million or whatever on a couple different goofy things and people are like do you see the comments and i go through and i'd read them and and, and it and it was really like like fun like I enjoy it because like one of them I, I used to play this game Skate Three. I still play it every once in a while. Skate Three. But there was like this one yeah. thing I tried to do for like a long time, and my friend filmed it, and you know, and then you know we put it online. It got one point like two million real views on 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 Instagram. And the funny thing, I'm like going down through there, and it's like my four year old brother could do that, and and then I would reply. <laughs> I'd be like, oh man, he's really good. And they would see who they would see that I was the poster, yeah, right. and and all of a sudden they'd be like, "Oh man, sorry, I didn't mean to like you know." And it was oh, really boy. weird because like the keyboard like uh, courage like dropped real quick, but I I find it hilarious. 
Yeah. You know, I've been called fat, um, drunk, like a drunken idiot. I've been called all kinds of everything. And, it, and it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. You're still watching. I don't know. You know? Right. Well, that, that's the funny thing is yeah. I actually just had my first real uh, get a significant, relative to others, a significant amount of views like that. Yeah. And yeah, I, I went through, I didn't reply, but I yeah. did like all the comments, you know, <laughs> good and bad. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, it's it fun. was it was like yeah. worst host in history. You're actually bad at what you do. You're, oh yeah, let shut the fuck up and let her speak. And uh, da 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 da. da. Yeah. And then there, the one that was my one of my favorites was because I had been liking all of them. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, I could tell this guy gets off on uh, all these comics. He's liking mm-hmm. all of them. You need to know you're bad at what you do. And oh, you're wow. this and you're that and da da da. da. And I'm like yeah. I almost replied to that because it was so like well, right. like this person might actually believe what they're saying, right? Or maybe it's ChatGPT. Who gives a well, fuck? And, and it and it's crazy because like, I I love that the internet. I feel like the internet is the great equalizer. Keep going. I'm just gonna check the cameras. Okay. I feel like it's the great equalizer in a lot of ways, but it's also you know a terrible cesspool of whatever. But uh, the reason why I say great equalizer is like it it took where. Not only all these like, you know, famous people could just be the heads of media, but it gave it kind of back to the people. You know what I mean? It, it it's ruined some industries. It's ruined like movie or music. But like, I feel like now as a musician, you can do a lot of DIY stuff, and you can do your own production. You can put your stuff out there. It's harder to do, but it's still there. I don't know where I'm going with this, but like, you just have to be able like. It, the internet them, being the great equalizer. Well, them saying you're bad at what you do, well, that's why you're doing it, yeah. to get better at what you do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so then, like, so I really, like, growing up without the internet, like, as an adult, like, there'll be times when I'm sitting there and I'll be like, whatever happened to that person that was on, that I watched on that TV show? <laughs> and I can go find out. Right. You know? Or, like, I was, I was really into pro wrestling when I was a kid, and I'd be like, I wonder why that guy just disappeared. And I go look it up, I go, oh, he was in rehab. You know, so I find out the truth. Well, speaking on like, you know, someone trashing you about being good or bad or whatever. So um, there's a show on Vice that's called uh, Dark Side of Blank. They do The Ring. Dark Side of the Ring was really good. They have the the 90s. They did the 2000s. Well, I watched the one, and I bring it up again, about TRL. And I didn't like TRL when I was, you know, in in that time period. And for people listening, just as a brief. Total Request Live on MTV. Yeah. So I watched that one. And I gained all this respect, but like they would talk about all the hate mail that they would get about how awful they were. Yeah. But yet they were like one of the number one programs at like three in the afternoon. And it's like you you no matter what you do, you're going to get like oh, people yeah. to tell you how bad you are. Well, it's like you look at something yeah. like uh keeping up with the Kardashians, the yeah. view. I have Am I going to go out of my way to shit on those people for doing that no. show? Making, no, not at all. Am I going to watch them? No. No, because they are not. It's not I, for you. I recognize, exactly. I recognize two things at once. Yeah. It's not for me, and I don't like them. No. So therefore, why would I? But right. then there's people that just don't have enough to go. They, and I don't say this is a disparaging thing. Mm-hmm. I say it as a factual thing. Right. You do not have enough going on. No. You just don't. Right. I mean, if you're going to go out of your way. To tell someone they suck. Yeah, it's like you don't have enough going on. And then... But at the same time, if I'm being completely honest, I love the fact that you have nothing going on. Because right. what are you doing? Watching you are show. boosting my engagement. Sure. Please, I beg you. Tell yeah. me I'm a piece of shit. 
Tell me I'm a misogynist. Tell me that I'm because I. Don't I mean, are you a misogynist? I don't know. No. Yeah, no. not at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't. And my and the only opinion, the only opinions that I care about, are the people that are around me. Sure. And they know exactly who they are. Mm-hmm. And as long as I'm in their good, like their goodwill. Yeah. And as long as I know that you know they're keeping me in check, keeping them in check. We're that? Okay. That? So to go back to a subject we had before, podcasters getting paid through Spotify. Sure. I think a door should open to it. Absolutely. I think that there should be a, almost, it's just off the top of my head, maybe like a tier system. I mean, we all walk away from Spotify. That, that pro- 35%? Right. That collapses that program. Yes, but also the barrier of entry is so sure. low. Right. Right? To where it's like, okay, if you upload your content and you don't get that many views, like where I'm at right now, I don't get, sure. a, I don't get a ton of stuff on Spotify, but I, I mean, it's here and there. Yeah. It's well, cons- it's consistent growth. That's all I care here, about. Here's but. the problem I have with it. Yeah. Like, how do you know how much growth you get other than what they tell you? Yeah. yeah. Well, there has to be an. L- I mean, we are living in an age of questioning because I love because they buy like because like everybody's like oh Chartable I was like Chartable that they own. They yeah. bought it. Right. Right. You know? So I do mine through. Not that it really matters for the conversation, mm-hmm. but I do mine through Podbean. Sure. And I'm. I'm trying my best to get every, everything you, synced up. To have get, you ever noticed though that like things don't ever match up? You're it, like, well, in th- what way? Like you'll go on Podbean and it'll say, "This is how many listens you got here." You go on because uh, here's the problem with the podcasting. Like I've just I just gave up on it all. Like you have to go on your on your host. They'll tell you how many downloads you got, but then they'll be like, "Well, here's how many streams you got." But then you go on uh, Spotify's thing and it tells you you got different streams than what. See, I haven't yeah. even seen Spotify's thing yet. Oh, okay. I'm still working on marrying the two. And then, and the then two. Pandora has a thing because you have to go to every single different ones like thing to see how many streams they've they've got for you and and they don't they don't jive okay and i'm like i feel like at some point when somebody invents and somebody's probably gonna email you and be like there is a thing which is fine <laughs> yeah. yeah someone needs to get like a universal thing that goes through and picks it all up and then and it's and it just for me it really needs to be not owned by one of the major you know like yeah. Neil, like nielsen like they're not owned by i mean right. I, don't, I don't know if they're not but you know, like like radio gets, you know, they get uh, ratings, like they ha- that helps them with their advertisement, right? And it's like I have a real problem with the people who, if I make a lot of views, they might pay me, telling me how many views I'm getting. So I agree, I, I agree with that. Like on on a, on a face level, what 100 yeah. percent I agree with that because yeah, you should question, yeah, but then at the same time. I mean, there has to, yeah. There, and I think the reason there isn't, there might not be a level of of trust there, or not right. like a level of truth to that, because of just the world we live in right now. Right. Every, everything's getting upbeat. Everything, sure. Every, we're questioning everything. Nothing really like is what it, they claim it to be, and whether it's government, whether it's societal, right. whether whatever, right? But there has to be a level of like, okay, I'm going to trust you're telling me the right thing. Right. And then based on that, here's a tier system. Well, you have no other choice. Like, it's like with YouTube, right? To get monetized, you have to right. get this many subscribers. You have to get this many views. You have to get this many shorts, views, or whatever. And it's crazy because that used to not be that way. I got a, I filmed a thing. I mean, Jesus, like 10 years ago. It was Terrell Owens. Do you remember he played in uh, indoor football? Like he left like the – Yeah. He, he got basically like cut from everybody. So he came here and he played against uh, the indoor football team here and he got knocked over a wall and I put it on YouTube. And it got a million views, and I got like a thousand dollars from it. 
Ah. It, so, but now that like I would not get that money because you you have to have a certain amount of subscribe. Right. There's there's right. a formula. Right. Like everything is like morphed, and it's like it was really crazy because it was almost like Willy Wonka. Like I was like, how are they going to pay me? And like one day in the mail, like a Google like postcard came, and it was like, uh, click on or type in this link and put in this code and then add your bank information. And they sent me a thousand bucks. Sent me a W two. It's like whoa. It's kind of crazy. Interesting. See, I got. I still got to sit down. I got to get my because yeah. I run all this through an LLC. So I got to get like oh, gotcha. I got to find my own my old LLC papers and get yep. my tax stuff set up to Instagram and all that shit so that I can do all that. Yeah. But like, I think because the barrier to entry is so low right. for podcasting, and that's what I tell people, and I love that it is. By right. the way, I, I want to put that that out in the front. You do not need fucking five hundred dollar microphones no. and cameras and all that shit. I I tell everybody that like at a bare minimum, yeah. you need a iPhone or mm-hmm. a smartphone yeah. that has a audio recorder. Oh man, and just get in a decent room and you'll be okay. The question I get asked more than anybody is like, "Hey, I'm gonna start a podcast. What stuff do you use?" And I'll and I'll be like, "Have you podcasted before?" No. All right. Do you have a laptop? Yep. I'm like at the most. Here's what I think you should do. This is just me. Go buy, go to Best Buy, buy a, a blue snowball. You know the microphone? Buy that. It's like 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Plug it into your laptop. Start recording. Use Audacity. It's free. That's what I use in the beginning, too. I, I worked at the radio station. That's what they use. Ah! It's it's still there. Ah, I love it. I still use it. I've used it for Fuck 17 yeah. years. There's no other. I have, I have no other need for anything else. So I tell them that. Which is a free program. Free program. By the way. Free. Especially if you're just doing one channel. Yeah. Free. Free. You can do you can do multi-channel. Yeah. Just all kinds. But like free. And uh, and then I'm like, and they're like, well, I want to use what you use. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what I use is a, is thousands of dollars of equipment. I don't want you to buy all that stuff and then do 10 episodes and then quit. Yeah. Cause, you know, because this is, I don't know. For me, there's like I know people say the hundred episode threshold. I don't think there's a hundred episode threshold. I think there's a six month threshold. If you can make it past six months, you can make it. I've watched mm. six months based on what volume though. Uh, I you, mean, know, you know what I weekly, mean? Weekly, yeah, weekly. Yeah. Okay. I've seen and and I'm I'm saying this from from personal like because I you know I see when they pop up. You know, I saw when you popped up. You know, I, I, I see them because like, you know, it, it, it's, it's in my, you know, in my wheelhouse. It's like your I'm periphery like, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So like I'll watch and then like I'll go and I'll, and I'll remember them and then I'll go back after like six months and I'll be like, oh, they quit and I'll see it. And, and that's because this is not easy to do. It's hard to maintain, you know, it's hard. It's like, I don't know, like it's you, it's just you. So that's not as bad. Like my show has multiple people. Yeah. And so who? So you run it with Holly Ember, mm-hmm. and then the, the other guy sits on a stool. I forget yeah. his name. James Smiley. There we go. Yeah, his, his real name is Smiley. Everybody thinks that's a nickname. It's a real name. You guys were talking about a restaurant I've never been to, by the way. I think it was either this past Sunday or the Sunday beforehand. Y'all were talking about the shop. Yeah, I've never been. Yeah, it just got voted uh, best breakfast in Albuquerque. I looked it up mm-hmm. because I was listening to your shit at work. Yeah, and uh, I looked it up, and I, and, and I'm doing it. I was doing, I'm doing a thing right now where mm-hmm. I intermittent fast till dinner and I eat yep. a lot between like like five ish to ten. I've lost twenty two pounds in yeah. two months. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, right. And I've I'm, I've felt myself getting a little wide around the ends. I was like, okay, we need to like slim that down a little sure. more. Yeah. And so I hadn't eaten all day at work today, and uh, just water and tobacco and nicotine. And I looked at that on their menu, mm-hmm. and I was like, fuck. 
This is the wrong thing to look at right now. Yep. Looks so fucking good. Right off of Monta Vista. Oh, it's so good. Looks so fucking good. That dude has been on like Beat Bobby Flay. He's been on. He's been on the Food Network multiple times. Yeah. I've had him on you, my show. You had mentioned that. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while. Like we had him. So we used to do our podcast live. There was a bar. Uh, you know where the sunshine is. Yeah. So on the opposite corner, um, to the west, there's like this place that has been several bars. For a year, it was a place called the Art Bar. It was a private club, and we did our. Sh- they were like, "We want you to come do your podcast there." So we did it every Sunday night. Is that what Moonlight is now? It it is on the opposite corner. Opposite. Of so you know where the box is. Yes. It's, it was across the street. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so we did our show there every Sunday. Oh shit! Well, that's and, cool. Yeah, and that well, that was tough, but we got into this whole like thing of like, well, now you do your shows out live, and everybody wants you to do your shows out live. And and then I remember when they closed, then the Blackbird Bouvet, which which is where Red Door is now, they were like, "Well, can you come over here?" So we moved it over there. And then they they closed. I'm not. It wasn't my fault. I didn't close these places. Um, I keep traveling like the plague, no. and they just and, fucking. <laughs> and I was so happy to not be doing that anymore. Because you imagine having to do this, like set this up every week. Yeah, the first two years. Yeah. Of doing this. Yeah. Was no. I'm sorry. The first. No, the first year and some change of this was I was in my garage. Yeah. And I was having to set up and break down every mm-hmm. time because it was like, well, what if me and my girlfriend at the time, yeah. if you want to play video games, because we had, we had like retrofitted the garage into a studio space. Right, right. So it was like, okay, we want to play video games down there because it's super nice and we can, we can chill. She, she could smoke and all this kind of stuff when we're sure, hanging sure. out. And it's like, if you spill something on the carpet, you're chilling, or not the carpet, on the floor, you're it's all laminate stuff, yeah. vinyl. And then when I moved into the second studio, that's when I was like, okay, no, this needs to be like a hard structure. Right. Because it's like, and wind this and yeah. do that. And Imagine doing that uh, yeah. every week at a bar. Yeah, fuck that. Fucking tough. Yeah. Hated it. Hated it. And uh, then, like, uh, you know, it's been a number of years for, since I've done it, and I got the itch again. So that's why I have that P4. Because I'm like, so we did it at uh, the Mexico Beer Fest okay. this year. And then, of course, they were like, oh, you could come back every year. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so, and I probably will. That's awesome. I just don't, like, the thing is, is, like, I don't I don't get all ex- insane about it anymore. I used to just really stress out about it. Now I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to, you know, I'm going to set it up. And if, you know, shit goes, you know, because it's tough. It's tough to do all this stuff, especially by yourself, not without production, you know? Like, a, we, we don't have a crew. Yeah. You know, we don't have a van that the radio station gives you. So, you know, when you set it up and you're like, shit, the camera's not working. Shit, this isn't working. The audio sounds weird. Uh, some random person walked up and is just talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's tough. It's yeah. like, but you just roll with it and just say, whatever, yeah. man. Fuck well, it. on the other hand, yeah. that's got to be, because I mean, yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. The uh, amount of people that have talked to me about you guys. Oh, and, really? Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. And then the amount of stickers that I fucking see everywhere. Yeah. And then the amount of years behind what you're doing. Yeah. It's got to be cool. To be ingrained in the community around you. It is. That's got to be fucking awesome. So one thing, like I talked about that list of things that I was like, man, if I could do these things, then I'll be success. Then that that will be success to me. Like I used to think like, you know, getting paid and to do this every day would be like the ultimate goal. And then if I don't do that, I'm not successful. And now I'm like, I'm very comfortable. I, I don't have to worry about like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't need to hustle, which is, which is in a way bad because 
you know, I don't, I don't get out there as much as I should. You know what I mean? I'm not hungry. In what way? So like, I have a good day. I I don't want to talk about my day job, but I I make a, I'd make a decent enough, enough wage that, you know, I don't have to worry. Yeah. And so, and do you like? I'd imagine you like your day job. Yeah, because that's because that's the big yeah. conversation, right? right? Is do the independent thing to break yeah. out of the nine to five. I mean, I'm an IT guy. Yeah, and so I make a pretty good wage doing that. Yeah, and but that's the other hand of it, yeah. though. The other side of that coin is that if you like your day job, right, and then you have your passion outside of the day right. job, but they always say like don't have a plan B, and that's how you make it, you know. But like for me, it's like making it is has changed. Yeah. And like I remember when I started, like the list was like, man, you, you ever imagine if we ever did our, our show in a brewery, done it. You imagine if we did our show in a bar, done it. I said, and I told my these are things I told people. I was like, man, I would love it if they like someone like named a beer after us, done it twice. Um, you know, just crazy things like had you know like celebrities on, done it. It's like all the things I dreamed I would I wanted to happen happen. Yeah. And so at this point now, it's like all gravy. You know, and and I have I'm, I I want to derail a little second. Yeah, I see this Adam West Batman. Yeah, Adam West is the greatest celebrity I've ever met in my life. Oh, you got to meet Adam West when I was twelve. That's cool. And I and people are like, anytime someone asks me, because I I, I host uh, panels at like the comic cons. Oh, and, that's uh, cool. Yeah, I do all that. I would I would if you couldn't yeah. tell, I'm a bit of a dork. Yeah. Uh, I would kill. Yeah. At least three people. The last one, I, the last one, the last one I did, uh, Starship Troopers. Nice. And it was. Uh, I went to school with yeah. Casper Van Dien's I, son. I. Uh, it was Casper Van Dien, and I can't think of the actor's name. He was. Um, he's also in The Walking Dead. I. But I never watched that. So it was two of the actors from you know. But anyway, yeah. when I was a little kid, I begged my mom. I was like, "Please, please take me to see Adam West." <laughs> And she did. And like my mom was not one of those people that would do something like that. Yeah. And like I don't care who I've met since. Adam <laughs> West has I look back on it the other day and like cuz someone asked me they're like who was a you know they're like they were like uh, cuz you know like my buddy who you know he he uh when he does, when he comes for Comic-Con. Yeah. Have you ever watch uh um Kevin Smith movies? Oh yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. So there was a TV show that they had called uh, Comic Book Men. You, I, I know who you're about to yeah, bring so up. So my friend can, Ming Chen, which blows my mind, yeah, by the way. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna dork out for a second. Yeah. It blows my mind when I saw that he, you, you're his friend. Yeah. A, but B, yeah. you've had him on the pod a few times. Oh, totally. Because, because he's had me on his stuff. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. obsessed. Mm-hmm. Still kind of hurt, but obsessed with Comic Book Men. Oh. Dude, I'll that, let him know. That was my jam oh, yeah. in high school like middle school and high school it's like because i was like oh like i know who kevin smith is mm-hmm. because i had read his uh green arrow stuff at that point oh yeah and so i knew about that and then i well you are a nerd oh yeah <laughs> in and, a good way in a good yeah, way oh yeah oh yeah yeah oh, yeah oh, that that's green arrow that's wow so I, I had read yeah. his i had read his green arrow stuff and then i had seen like the clerks movies mm-hmm. um and then at that point because i'm in high school trying to think what kevin smith i don't think tusk had come out oh yet. okay wow i can't remember See, that's one i haven't seen tusk is weird yeah. i watched but the- i loved what re- it's funny what really made me a kevin smith like fan like mm-hmm. oh shit this guy can really do a lot of different things was his movie red state oh that's a great movie yeah thank you yeah thank you that's a great yeah. movie i it mean is- it, it's an independent film see what i hate about like people is they're we're all conditioned to like look at art on a one on a certain level 
especially in like I call art like people don't like here's what blew my mind is during the pandemic people were like we shouldn't you know when people say we shouldn't fund art and I'm like well during the pandemic if you didn't have art you probably uh, our suicide rate would have been through the roof oh uh, yeah because I mean movies are art those are people that are making art and not all art is on the same level and so we look at movies we look at these like high production studio movies well not all movies are that I mean, Kevin Smith movies never have been. And some of the best movies yes. aren't. I mean, Reservoir Hall- Dogs. Halloween. Yeah. Shoestring budget. Oh, shit. Yeah. No money. No, no money at all. No to money make that at all. Movie. Nothing. Reservoir Dogs. Nothing. Yeah. Rocky. Nothing. Nothing. Um, Rocky, um, they, Rocky, they tried to pay him more money for him to not be in it. Yep. And he said, and he bet on himself and he said, no. Yep. Okay. A low budget movie that you need yeah. to watch. If you, do, you, um, do you like foreign films? I'll, I'll watch them. Okay. If it's good, yeah. So. It's on. I watched it on Shutter. I don't know okay. if it's on like another streaming service. Yeah. But when Evil lurks, okay, I watched that last night. It's from Argentina. Okay, and I'd heard a lot about it on social media. A lot of people were talking like, "Oh, it's so amazing!" Yeah. And stuff. But I was like, "Fuck it, watch it." Holy horror! Shit. Horror genre is like almost one of the last genres left that you can make a low budget independent film. Yeah. Oh, but for sure. It's almost impossible to make a regular low budget independent film anymore. Yeah. And so, like, when Red State came out, people were like, ah, the quality. And it's like, it's not a $20 million movie. Yeah. It's like a $3 million movie that they probably struggled to get. Oh, yeah. Well, I was also, at the time, I was figuring out what internet porn was at the time. Sure. So I was like, oh, this is a really scary way this can go wrong. Yeah. Like, for people who haven't seen Red State, basically, it's three, I think they're like, like, they just started college friends. uh, And they all go through, like, these internet uh both like like porn websites and solicitation websites looking for a hooker and they find one but they get captured and they it's end like up, yeah it's and like they a, end up getting like wrapped up with this almost kkk-esque yeah. clan and like a th- kind of a cult kind of thing yeah. almost like waco waco it, it's like yeah. kkk mixed with waco that's a good yeah and it's but but anyway to wrap this up yeah uh blew my mind when you were friends with that guy that he's been oh, on your podcast he'll be here in january very well spoken and then dude. uh yeah. he, he and i are going to uh be at uh a nice old plug here in april we're going to be at the el paso comic-con together oh shit and i don't know if i'm i i went i went to the he, he's like when i say we're friends, we're like really good friends yeah like i'm all uh he was like you need to come to houston uh comic-con uh you got to do it and so comic palooza so he's like, you know, get down there. He's like, I always get an extra bed in my room. So I flew down there, and and uh, they were like, oh, you're a podcaster. We have the Comic Palooza is the biggest pod, uh, biggest Comic Con for podcasters. Interesting. They had um, a big podcasting area in the main hall, and then upstairs they had a smaller one, and we did both. And how much influence did Kevin Smith have on that? Because I don't know. Fat Man on Batman's got to yeah. be the biggest he, like he, he wasn't there but like, really no but uh i haven't met him it's weird i haven't met him yet but like uh so ming and i got we got up and did uh a couple podcasts with people uh what was it uh shout out to colt 40 uh colt 45 they're like a, a movie podcast oh great okay. guys but um i was like yeah I, I need to come back to this every year it was super fun that's awesome and houston is a is an underrated sleeper of a town yeah you know because we because when Ming comes, like we rage, like it's like every night till like I mean in in Houston we were up four in the morning every night. Oh yeah, there we you were go. in some place eating crawfish at four in the morning, <laughs> like like a pound of crawfish at four in the morning. It's no joke. That's hilarious. But uh, 
because of him, like I'll end up with people. Like, yeah. Um, do you watch uh, Walking Dead? I stopped halfway yeah. through season seven. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you know? Uh, oh gosh, what is his name now? I'm just blanking. The guy that had the spike ball on his left hand. Um. Oh yeah, that is way further okay. than I made it. Holy uh, shit! Anyway, like he came and like we partied together, and then like the next time he came to Albuquerque, he like text messages me. He's like, <laughs> "You want to hang out?" And I, I go hang out with him, and like he's with this woman, and she's like really attractive, and I was like cool, and so we all made we all became friends, and I add them on Instagram, and my Instagram just immediately starts getting like spammed, and I'm like, what the hell? And I'm thinking like, well, he's got a lot of he's got like eight hundred thousand followers, and my friend's like, she's got two point three million followers. She was a Playboy model. <laughs> she was banned. She's banned at every major league baseball park. Because during the World Series, her and another woman flashed the pitcher like while they were pitching, so they're banned from every. So she's like huge, and I was like, oh, <laughs> no idea the whole time we're hanging out. <laughs> but that's Ming. That's how Ming is. Like you hang out with those people, and you know, that's beautiful. Well, give yeah. that dude all my love because oh, he's yeah. he's great. That's yeah. That's, when it comes to town, we'll, we'll see if you want to hang out. That's fucking. I'd love mm-hmm. to, but that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so let's. Because I'm very interested, because you've been doing mm. it for so fucking long, and that that is that has slowly become a goal of mine. Is yeah. like, okay, if I have one sponsor, mm-hmm. that means I can get another. Sure. And then if I can get another, that means I can might be able to get three. Right. What if this be like my goal for 2024 mm-hmm. right now is to have this pay pay me as if it was a uh, as a as a part time job. Sure. Because I fucking treat it like it's a full time job. It, it, it is a full time job. You get it. Yeah. So with all the time that's put into See, it, and that's what I was trying to say earlier. I was trying yeah. to. I, I you said it. Like that's what people don't understand. In order to like do well and be successful, it has to be another job. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. And I'm yeah. still like learning the ropes. Yeah. And I'm still figuring out like I've. And they change. And and, and exactly. And and this yeah. is and this is based on like conversations I've had with other people. I'm starting to just accept the fact that the algorithm is ever changing, ever evolving. Yeah. I'm and to try to well, adhere to it and whatever the algorithm, uh, what place you need to market yourself changes all the time. Yeah. So uh, what you should spend your time on and what you shouldn't change it. It's crazy. So so I just I look to the major podcasts yeah. that I enjoy. Yeah. Right, and I'm just like, okay, I like these creators. Mm-hmm. I like the way they format their headlines. So I'm gonna start changing doing that. I like the way that they. Uh, just do their kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna emulate, see if it works, and because I pl- I plan on doing this until the fucking okay. the wheels fall off. Sure, you know what I mean. Yeah, like you'll you'll, you'll notice now, uh, Rogan. Yeah, he's the only guy that does episode number blank. Mm-hmm. This guest, every other podcast in the world is I do that <laughs> it, right, but yeah. but but every other major podcast right. in the world is like subject line, subject line, subject line, right. guest. I don't even do a lot of show notes. I hate show notes. Meaning, like you know, like when you you're putting up your podcast, you yeah. put the name, and then it's like you know, description of this episode. I, I oh. put, I'll put like this person was on. We talked about this. <laughs> yeah, that's what I put too. Is I put like yeah. I want you to listen to it. I don't want you to read the description and be like, you know. Yeah, exactly. I put yeah. the very basic stuff, and that's not even for YouTube. Yes, yeah, just so like Spotify. Yeah. When someone's flipping, it's like okay, this person's a musician. This person yeah. is a. Uh, you made me do more YouTube shit. <laughs> for real what do you mean i was like you like, i saw your stuff on youtube and i was like god i need to like i was we were on youtube and i was like ah, i need to like 
be more aware of like filling in my details on YouTube, you know. Oh, I see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, well, because I it was just kind of a secondary place people could watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just and again, I'm just looking to people that are already doing it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, well, what what does that kind of look like? And then yeah. at the same time, I'm like, okay, going back to the full time job part of it, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, well, we I put enough time into it, it'd be fucking nice. I never went into it for the money. Like my mindset going getting into this was okay. Because at the time I was working at a, and I've told this story at fucking nauseum. So if somebody's listening right now, I've already heard it. I'm sorry. That's okay. But I was working at a flooring company at the time, and I was like, okay. Every day, um, the last hour, hour and a half of the day, when we were cleaning up, putting equipment away, that type of shit, I had yeah. I had an earbud in. I listened to a podcast, and I was listening to the the first one that Rogan did with Post Malone. And I was like, okay, they, like, yeah, the first hour, maybe hour 15 mm-hmm. is really cool insight into the guy's life sure. and, like, his yeah. touring and how, where did he get started. But the last three hours, they're just high on mushrooms, cracking a couple of beers and talking about nonsense. It's like, right. okay, what the fuck do me and my friends do on a Friday night? We don't even get to, like, three or four games of Call of Duty until we're just talking shit to each right. other, especially during the pandemic. Especially during the pandemic. We'd just be sitting there just talking shit. So it's like, okay, what if you threw a microphone in the middle of it? What does that look like? And so then when I got yeah. into it, I was like, all right, well, do I know? So I know I know 10 people, mm-hmm. but do I know 10 people that want to get recorded? Okay, awesome. Got through that. That's the harder. Well, it can be a yeah, right. Got through that. I was like, okay, we're gonna take a, a month break, consolidate, look at things. What do clips look like? What do like mm-hmm. posting reels look like? That type of stuff. I was like, okay, ten more. And then I was like, okay, season two's done. All right, no, what does season three look like? And I never stopped season three because again, I say this, I try to say as much as I can. I feel like the most blessed fucking man on the planet because people yeah. just keep coming on the fucking show. Well, okay, so for me. And this is my point of view. Yeah. And this is how I've seen things because, you know, that's all I can do. Things have changed a lot in the last eight years. When I started, getting people to do the microphone thing was a little tougher. Not everybody was comfortable with it. No, yeah. And in the last eight years, the world has turned into this, like, yeah, everyone has a smart. See, when I first started, people have smartphones. People have smartphones. They film themselves. They take selfies. They do TikToks. They do reels. So they're they're more used to it. Well, people have a more have a higher inclination yeah. of wanting to have significant presence online. Yeah. So like, yeah. So that's it, changed. Yeah. So here's and here's what I was gonna go at, but then you kind of said it. I don't know if you know you said it, but you did. You started out here. And it was different from this, right? Yeah. The thing that I feel about podcasting, and people are like, well, you know, you've done it for 17 years. How can you do it that long? Well, you have to evolve. Yeah. It's like comedy, stand-up. Everybody starts stand-up, they, they emulate somebody. They're like, oh, man, Sam Kinison or, uh, I don't know, uh, Matt Reif or whatever, somebody. And, what a what a what ends of the and, spectrum those two are. Well, you know what I mean. But <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, I love I was, it. I, no, was yeah. trying, I was trying to get somebody. No, yeah. I, I said somebody like way back in the more recent. Get, yeah, more yeah. recent. You know, but like, you know, people will like. Well, the, the, if you ask stand-up comedians that are famous, you'll be like, when you started out, what was your voice like? And they'll say, well, I, you know, my cadence and everything was a lot like blah blah blah. And then I developed my own voice. I feel like this is the same thing. Like you like Joe Rogan. It, it's clear. Yeah. And it, and like you're like I want to do that. But at some point, you're, you know, and I think you have somewhat, 
like, you know, you, you can't be totally that. You, you've got to be you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like, oh, I totally agree. And, and, and that you today is not going to be the you in five years. I hope not. In 10 years. For the better, I hope so it, So it evolves. Like my show in the last 17 years has evolved so many different ways. And if it hadn't, I wouldn't be doing it. I'd be done. I'd be like, you know, I'd have done Because like some people do like 10 episodes and then they're like, that's the that's the whole show. You know, we did a podcast that was 10 episodes and we, you know, it's cool. It's out there. And and it, I could never do that. I can't, like I need, I need to constantly like do, you know, I need I need to like, this is a little bit of therapy for me. This is a little bit of thing. But like, I want to be on the mic once a week. I want to be entertaining people. And naturally, it just changes over time. You know, I'll be like, you know what? I'm bored of that. I've got to change it a little bit. What should I do? And I don't really like watch other people. I, I'll look at, I don't know. I, it comes different ways. You know, like I'll watch a movie and I'll be like, hmm. Or I'll see a piece of art. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just inspires me to like move a different direction. Whether that's a little or a ton. It's, it just depends, you know. It's very odd. So do you feel like when you, when you do your show, it's a bit of a reset? Right? You get, Every like, week? Not, not reset. Uh, like a grounding? Yeah. Or it's like, okay, this if I don't, is... If we miss a, week, a couple weeks, then I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. Right. I've got to... I'm like, I need to... Yeah, we need to do a show. Because I've I've never been in your yeah. studio, but I would imagine that because of what's going on, yeah, not a. This is my theory behind mm-hmm. just why why people gravitate to it, why a lot of people are doing it. I just imagine in your studios are not a lot of people on their phones. No, I think that's the key component. Right, I really do. It's it's not it's not a conscious thing. Like I don't tell them like you know it just. But you kind of know not to. Well, a, I would I would hope yeah. Right, you know what I mean. You kind of know not to because yeah. you're expected to be engaging. You're just, you're expected to contribute to yeah. this. Like that's why I love uh, wearing headphones. Sure. Because you you are hearing exactly what the listener is going to hear. Right. And so you know that if you're being a bad contributor, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what's happening. So then at the same time, at the same time, mm-hmm. I just know that like for my day today, this is the most engaged. I will be okay because right now I'm not on my phone. Right, my phone is not accessible. Like my yeah, my phone and is that's right a good here point. Yeah, yeah. and it's accessible. But like because of the way things have evolved, the way things yeah. have changed, and the way like we've become borderline symbiotic with these phones. Right, right. Like you go out with your buddies to a bar. Oh, it's yeah. You whatever. I'm it, that it, guy. I'm like yeah. It's yeah. like you you like you uh, you catapult your mm-hmm. input and then you go back to. Yeah, you throw it back. Okay. Oh yeah, no, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, we'll, well go there. And then, you know what I mean. It's... And, and thinking about this, this is the evolution, right? Because when I first started, I'd have to tell everybody to turn their phone off because mm. that's back when people people would like download ringtones, and so you'd be sitting there like <laughs> doing the podcast, and like uh, Jay Z would be all blasting all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden. So that's the evolution, like like. Yeah. I don't even know anybody that like above the age of like sixty that has their ringtone on. Like you know, like I was talking about this the other day on the show or on, on on social media. I was like, "Do you guys like?" I rang your doorbell, but like I felt weird doing it. That's why I messaged you before I walked up. I was like, "Do people ring the doorbell anymore?" Because like that's a it's like this weird thing now yeah. where it's like you want to tell people, "Hey, I'm I'm here," and and you're like, "Do I ring the doorbell?" It's this weird like thing, and it's like ringtones are the same thing. So when I first started, yeah. it would be like. Everybody's silent. So who do, and then like, we're doing a podcast. It would go off. I'd be like, oh, your phone went off. So I didn't even think about it. See, the thing that also I don't ever think about is people being nervous. 
and they'll be like, I was so nervous tonight. And I'll be like, oh, really? I'm sorry. I didn't even think about that. How do you navigate that? Do you navigate that? Who? That they're nervous? Their nervousness during the... I, mean, I feel like you can kind of feel it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, I'm pretty... Uh, pre- I don't know. That's a good question. So, like, I don't have that problem anymore. Like, used to, I, I've you know, I've had, the, I've had the, the show, and I don't know if you've had this, where you have somebody on and they're like, yes, no. Uh-huh. Not that bad, I've had but I've bad. heard I've heard I've had like yeah. akin to that. Yeah. So I don't have that anymore. Um wait, have you wait, have you had a conversation go where I had like, a whole band on my show that was like that because oh. they were all so high. Oh, that no. I after the first hour we do 2 hour show. I I was like after the first hour I was like, "All right guys, thanks." And I didn't, and then the the second hour we just talked about how awful it was. And like, "Hey man." <laughs> yeah. And they were like, when's it going to be up? And I was like, uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. And it was just terrible. You know? Interesting. Like, I'd be like, what's a good band story? I don't know. We don't have any. Cool. <laughs> when's when's the record coming out? Uh, I don't know. Cool. Yeah. Why were you here? Well, it's, okay, so yeah. it's funny you... And I told them afterwards. I was like, that was terrible. Oh, shit. I, I, they asked me when it was going to go up, and I literally talked to the guys that I don't really think you wanted to. No, oh, to protect to yeah. protect your brand. I'm like, I'm gonna yeah, go ahead and not this. publish. Yes, this. and they were Holy like, okay, shit. yeah. I mean, dude, good for you. Yeah. How how many years into it did that uh, happen? Ten. Okay. Yeah. So it's to the point now. Like you say, I'm like kind of ingrained in the community, right? Yeah. So if somebody's coming on, they've either asked me, or I've talked to them outside of here. I've gone up to them and talked to them. Right. I don't. And, P- and, and if it's like, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without sounding like a shithead. Like if I get unsolicited, like people that are like, I don't know them. And they're like, can I, I want to be on your show. I don't, I don't respond to it. Really? Yeah. But, but what I will do is I will keep an eye on them. Like if it's, usually it's musicians yeah. and I'll go watch them and they don't know I'm going to watch them. I want to go see, I want to go see if, you know. And then if if I do like it has panned out where I'm like I go watch them and then I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, because I, I don't you know if I don't know anything about you what are we gonna talk about you know right and, and well uh, then if you don't the the flip yeah. side of that is if you don't know them right there's so much to talk about because right. you don't know them well yeah I like I like knowing you know. At least some things. And yeah, well, I mean, and that's why I, I yeah. say that at the same time when I send out a small questionnaire. Sure. Right? Yeah. That's to get, like, the nonsense out of the way. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. I think that's just, like, a fair old kind of beer you like. And you said the cheap kind of beer. Like, all right, yeah. that's my favorite kind of beer is the cheap sure. beer. But, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but for other people. I, I just didn't want any IPAs. <laughs> no, yeah. So then for other people, I'm like, okay, well, what are you about? What kind yeah. of stuff are you into? And then, I don't know. I, I That's what I almost... Don't get me wrong. I mm. love sitting down with people I've known for years. Sure, but then at the same time, it's like if somebody brand new, I'm like, yeah. oh shit. No, I'm where about is, that as well. Where is? It? And I'm like, yeah. It's like, but, where is this gonna go? But there's a lot of times we don't have guests. Like, yeah, it's just, it's just the right. three of us. Yeah, and those are more fun to me because I do know these guys, and we can talk about. I don't. I don't have to ask them questions about their life. Right. We can just have a fun like me ranting about how. Someone almost hit me in the in the roundabout because people in Albuquerque don't understand how a roundabout works. <laughs> That's a fucking or, fact. Or how my neighborhood's getting gentrified, so my good burrito place in the south the, in the South Broadway is getting. Uh, I'm sitting behind an Audi or a, in a, in a Mercedes, you know. 
<laughs> this is all I had. Yeah. You took it from me. They would have shot you five years ago if you were there. <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know, we, we have those, you know, those are fun to me. Like, and it's all tongue in cheek. It's like ridiculous. But yeah. But I do like having a guest and I'll tell them like before that, I'll be like, the first hour is about you. And uh, I don't sit and just fire, you know, we, we weave it. I weave it in and out because I love to go on tangents. Like I love tangents. Yeah. And in the second hour, I'll be like, well, we would like for you to stay, but it's going to be, that's where we have fun. And they're like, okay. Yeah. The wavy hour, you know, it's where we're a little bit sauced, a little <laughs> bit fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, if you don't enjoy what you do and then after it's over, most of the time they're like, that was great. That was fun. They're like, okay. Yeah. See, cause I, it, it turns it into this like really welcoming, fun atmosphere. You well, know, it's legitimate connection. Yeah. It's and that's yeah. to kind of build on the lack of phone thing. Like I right. really do think that's why so many people are latching mm-hmm. on a podcast so much. And I know you feel this yeah. is because it's. I think the best podcast makes you feel like you are there in the right. room with the people like, having the conversation. Like when they can't think of the name of something and you're like shouting at the radio. You're yeah. like you're like it's uh, it's Halloween three, you know. <laughs> Right, <laughs> Halloween three. Yeah. That or is, whatever. That is the one horror movie I refuse to watch. You don't like Season of the Witch? Oh, I don't know that I don't like it. Oh, I've seen it because I refuse to watch it huh. because it does not have Michael in it. Nope. That is the only uh, reason I have not watched it. Thirteen days till Halloween. 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 Silver Shamrock. Yep. Yep. And Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the ad with that. Okay. In it. Yeah. yeah, and I've got it's funny because yeah. I have it on Blu-ray. It's such a weird, like, like it was one of those things where they, like, literally, they, I guarantee, somebody walked in with a script for a horror film. Yeah. And they're like, ah, well, let's, let's put the name Halloween on it. Well, I mean, what the yeah. fuck was, ho- you, did you see Halloween Ends? I've, I've only watched, like, probably the first four. Okay, so uh, Halloween Ends, the, the latest one that came out, uh, that yeah. movie was, hey, we have a really great idea yeah. for a horror movie, but we don't know how to end it. Okay. Hey, we've got an ending for our Halloween trilogy, but we've kind of ran this ship a couple of times and yeah. we don't know how to get there. Let's just force it and make it a thing and it yeah, not good. No, not good. Not good. I I, I think I know what you're talking about. I, I so I'm a big like if I know I'm not going to watch the movie. Yeah. I'll go read the the plot on like Wikipedia. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I did on that. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, it's fucking stupid. Like they introduce yeah. a character that has not been in any of the movies. And all of a sudden he's like the bad. He's well, it's yeah. like Michael Myers like transfers his power to that's him what, and then he yep. dies. Okay, and then, and I, I did read that. I did read it's that. It's so fucking bad. Do, am I the only one that does that? Like if I'm like, I'm not watching No, I have movie. friends that do it. And I, 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 used, to, I used to hate yeah. them. I used to hate the especially yeah. especially towards like like the comic book properties. Like, no, don't tell me spoilers. But now, oh the, no, no, I don't. Yeah, but yeah. now the way things have gone, I'm like, I like at this point, like with the Marvels. That oh came yeah, out, I right? don't. Yeah, I, don't, I, I I read spoilers for that before yeah. I went to. Like, I don't need to see the movie. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't want to sit through two yeah, hours. Yeah, Marvel's that. really gone in the dump, hasn't it? Sadly, that's. I don't know what happened. Yeah, like well, no, that's not true. That's not true. I know exactly what happened. Well, everybody, um, they, um, they did so. They, 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 victim. They became victims of their own success. They were so, so good. Well, that, but Bob Shapek, I think uh, was his name. Someone left. So the guy who, so it was Bob Iger. Yeah. He leaves Bob. Bob Shapek. Oh, I think that guy. His name. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was like, he was like, he we need to make, we need to make more money, and they exactly. were crapping him out. And so he was like, no matter what happens when we get out of this pandemic, you are always going to have Marvel content, yeah. which took away what I think was the biggest like, yeah 
it factor of Marvel was that like you only got two mm. or three of these a year. Yeah. So that when it happened, it was, oh, a, it was, fucking it was a monumental event. event. I think a, a part of it too, and and this this could be my age. Like I grew up reading comic books, and for most of the Marvel uh, phases, it was the stories from when I was a kid. And I feel like after Avengers Endgame, uh, we're, we're, well, that the Thanos stuff. Yeah, they've started to branch out into like past where I was, and mm. I don't know those stories. And I wasn't a big Ant Man guy. I don't think a lot of people. Nobody were. was. Nobody was. I don't. Uh, yeah, like there's people coming out. Like here, here's you know we'll get real nerdy for a second. Like Fantastic Four, everybody's like, well. The first movies were not that good, and then the second one were awful. And I'm like, I adore Fantastic Four, by the way. Okay, I well, adore. L- let me see if you agree with what I'm saying, though. Okay. So the the Jessica Alba ones, yeah, I thought were fun. Yeah, they were fine. You know why? Yeah, because they were like the Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Four were the comic book was never like the edgy, crazy. Yeah, it was the <laughs> Fantastic Four. They were like the. Uh, you know, your kid could read it. Yeah, it's it goofy, wonky, yeah. cosmic. They the, went the off thing the thing is world. clobbering. It's clobbering time. Yeah, and uh, it was you know, and so when those first two movies came out, people were like, Ugh. and I was like, what? They're like that movie wasn't good. I was like, that movie was the Fantastic Four, and the second one, the Silver Surfer. I was like, the only thing I didn't like about the second movie is the way they portrayed Galactus. Yeah, a fart cloud. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, I thought they pretty much nailed the combat. Like. What what do people want the Fantastic Four to be like that they'll like it? I'm like, well, in all fairness, yeah. I will say this. In all fairness, I'm in the minority, uh-huh. and I while I enjoy like the Stan Lee era sure. Fantastic Four, and I fucking adore the Jonathan Hickman okay. Fantastic Four from like 2012. 2011. I, see, I don't know that era. Yeah. I just know the era that was yeah. like you know. But I really like. Mm-hmm. The ultimate Fantastic Four. Okay. I actually, I like, with the exception of the X-Men, I enjoyed the Ultimate Universe, like mm-hmm. this original incarnation of it. I enjoyed that a lot. See, that was after me. I don't so, know. So yeah. it's fan- it's fantastic. Okay. It has my favorite version of Spider-Man. Like Ultimate Spider-Man by Brian Michael Bendis uh, I remember that, is yeah. amazing. And they are finally reprinting it into omnibus format. Yeah. And I'm picking those up and rereading them and finally getting into territory I didn't get to read because I was too young. I just didn't have the money to go fucking buy all those comics. Well, anyway, my, my, my point is, when they did Fantastic Four with uh, Miles Teller oh, and yeah, Michael yeah, B. Yeah. Jordan, uh-huh. so that took a lot from the ultimate Fantastic Four. Uh, and I remember watching the trailer and thinking, oh, oh here like, we go. this yeah. is like the darker version of them. But it's still like, this was, could so be... So was that a dark version of the Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. the ultimate? Yeah. Uh, was it not... I, I never knew they did that. So yeah, I, I yeah, I wouldn't say darker, but it was yeah. just it was more like they tried to ground it in some sort of scientific reality yeah. rather than just like cosmic rays hit them and they become a right. thing. Right. Like no, it was like hey no, they go to a whole other planet and then this happened yeah. and this and like they and, tried to ground it. In something, but God, that movie was so boring. What did you think of She Hulk? Honestly, like I'm torn on the the women-centric stuff because yeah. on the one hand, I'm like, okay, this is getting a bit too corny and a yeah. bit too forced. But then on the other hand, I'm like, well, I'm not a chick, so maybe this isn't made for me. Because I, I, there's, there's I haven't times... thought about that. I just was like, when they did the whole fourth wall thing, which everybody's like, oh, well, she does not. But I also didn't read She-Hulk. Yeah, she does that in the books. Like yeah. even, even when she's in uh, Secret Wars yeah. um, back in the 80s, she breaks the fourth wall. Okay. So like, like for me, like I would watch... 
uh, I watched all of She-Hulk. Mm. I could not get through Miss Marvel. I couldn't I, get through I, it either. I couldn't get through I, it. But, I could not either. But, but at the same time, I think the same... Oh, I like, thought well, it was more of like for kids. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm like, I don't watch romantic comedies. So um, maybe there's something... Because I remember watching She-Hulk a couple of times, or through those episodes, I'm like, what? and a couple of times in those episodes, I'm like, that was clearly a thing, uh, but it didn't resonate with me. Gotcha. So is that... Like, is this show just not made? I just, like, I just thought it was too corny. It, yeah, yeah, but then I will say, on the other hand, I thought it was hilarious, Daredevil doing the walk of shame was cool, with yeah. his boots. I, I just like thought that, that yeah. was corny. Yeah. I, I thought it was funny. It was right? funny. That was funny. And, yeah. and I think people take it to a way different extreme. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, they hate men and they this. And it's like, oh, no, I didn't, dude. Yeah, I didn't see that. Because yeah. like, it's, it's one thing if they just made Daredevil... Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think about like it'd be like not, I just yeah, like, I like yeah. some sort of like sex object thing that's not capable of being Daredevil, especially if we had three seasons. Of that. But no, I thought it humanized. Them. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And then at the yeah. end of She-Hulk, he literally has another hallway scene. Yeah, that shows why he's fucking Daredevil. Right. And so, like with Marvel right now, I just think they they thought they could slap their name on something, overwork VFX artists, and make a good project. Well, and they don't even the do the, the not all the VFX are good anymore. Exactly, they're like fucking them up. And it's like, exactly, and it you know, yeah. and it was weird because like I was trying to explain this to my friend. I was like, let me explain something to you. I was like, Marvel is making these movies, like the, you know, like Iron Man, the Avengers. I said, let me tell you something. When I was growing up in the '80s and early '90s, nobody was reading Iron Man. That, thank you. That, Nobody I, I was reading this, the Avengers. The only reason my friends understand yeah. this because I've told them this yeah. so many times and they get it. Yeah, they get it. But yeah. like other people, right. yeah, to no live, one was reading that. To live in a world where yeah. Iron Man and Thor, right, were not the talk of the no, town. Fuck no, they weren't. No, people only read Spider Man, X Men, Fantastic Four, and maybe Hulk. Uh, maybe Hulk. Um, shit. What else was big? Preacher. Like the, all that, like oh, that's like independent in, shit. Well, though. yeah, but it yeah. was like bat, uh, Batman. Like for me, DC was Batman. Yeah, like Batman was my favorite, and uh, I, I, you know, when I got into comics was right before the Michael Keaton Batman, mm. and that's when I met Adam West, and you know that Frank Miller Dark Knight, all that shit, and Batman was the jam. Yeah. The Killing Joke came out, you know, all that it was just crazy, like realistic and edgy. Uh, that's when, um, shit, what was that Neil Gaiman? Uh, Sandman? Sandman. And Watchmen's around that time, too. Watchmen, all that stuff. And it's like, you didn't read Thor and Iron Man because they were the old, like, yeah. that's your, you know, that's your dad's, like, you know, yeah. era. And you didn't. And people, and then, like, like, my friend was like, well, why are they making the movie? And I'm like, because they, because the, when... When movie companies came around for the rights, they sold the rights to all the big ones. They sold the rights to X Men. They sold the rights to Fantastic Four. They sold the rights to Spider Man. Like Spider Man was huge. Yeah, he had like four different titles that when I in the, like I think he has more now, but like yeah, yeah, the he Amazing, he had a spectacular Web of Spider Man, Web of Spider Man, the Tales of Spider Man, Spider Ham. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I had to explain to somebody that that wasn't something they made up for the movie. That's actually was, a thing. That was actually a character. <laughs> yeah. They didn't make that up for the movie. That was really a character. Spider-Man was so big. Uh, Venom came out right around then. Lethal Protector. Oh, right. man. Yeah. And, like, so you didn't read Thor. Yeah. Thor was goofy. Yeah. The only time you read Thor or, like, Iron Man is if they did a huge, like, Marvel crossover. Secret Wars. Secret Wars. The Infinity Gauntlet. They did one yeah. they, they did one also where it was, like, all the villains got together and they switched heroes. 
And I remember like Spider-Man. Who did he fight? And it was when he got the the cosmic powers. Oh, and he fought. Um, um, I know what you're because cosmic. He, he fought the Hulk. They, yeah. they sent the Hulk out of. I, I know what you're talking about. And Spider-Man punched the Hulk into outer space, <laughs> and then flew up and got him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like those crazy times. Yeah, those crazy times. And I think. That you you talk about the studios coming and napping up the rights. I think that's what happened with Marvel. And I think it was the right right thing, obviously, when Marvel came in. Okay, who do we have left? Okay, let's let's look at the major, the most, like, the most famous comic book covers for the Avengers. Mm -hmm. Who are on the covers? We're going to start there. Yeah. And and they'd already done the Hulk. They'd already fucked it up, like, twice. Yeah. See, I was was always a big fan of Lou Ferrigno's Hulk when I was a kid. Have you met him? Yeah, he's a I, nice guy. Yeah, I met yeah. I met him once when I was funny thing, kind of like your story. I was yeah. a little kid. It was Albuquerque's first comic. Oh, comic. nice! And my mom had taken me Aww. because obviously she's a big fan of Lou Ferrigno. Oh yeah, and so I just remember us walking up to meet him. This uh-huh. and this and this is like maybe ten years ago. No, over that thirteen years ago. Around there, yeah, massive fucking dude. Oh yeah, he's huge. And my mother is smitten. I'm like, oh my god. If if him and Sam Jones, you know, Sam Jones is, Sam Jones is Flash Gordon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If they are on the same Comic Con, they work out together. No shit. Yeah. I would kill to. And oh, my uh, god. Sam Jones told this story. I saw them, and he goes, "It's great to work out with Lou, because you go to the gym, and he immediately goes right to the manager, and he goes, hey." So we're going to come in here and we're going to work out. We're going to work out for 45 minutes. And we don't want anyone to walk up to us and talk to us. We don't want to take any photos. We're just going to work out for 45 minutes. When the 45 minutes is over, we'll we'll talk to everybody. Fuck yeah. And we'll take all the pictures you want. But you leave us alone for that That's 45 minutes. Badass. And they, and he and like Sam Jones is like his workouts. He, he works out in 45 He's minutes. Intense. He has like a 10-second a cooling period from station to station. Yeah. It's like, geez. So I have a funny Lou Frigno story. So the day, the first day of Comic-Con, I'm helping Ming with his booth. And uh, we're next to the kid from uh, Flight of the Navigator. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. And then two down is is uh, Mike Barnes, the bad boy of karate from the Karate Kid 3. Oh, shit. Have you ever seen that movie? I haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen oh. the third Karate Kid. But oh, I know, man. Who ta- I know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's Mike Barnes, bad boy karate. So I go, hey, Mings, you see who's over there? He's like, who? I was like, Mike Barnes, bad boy karate. He's fucking mad-dogging you. And he's just, the dude's just sitting there. Yeah, just so then later on in the day, I'm like, Ming, where the fuck is, is Mike Barnes? And Ming's like, I don't know. I was like, well, if, if you don't know, then he's out there. He's waiting. <laughs> he's waiting for you. So we do this like for a couple hours. So finally, I'm walking by, and I stop, and I go, I just want to let you know me and Ming are, 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 are making jokes about you. And he's like, what? What are you doing? And I, so I tell him, and he laughs. He's like, okay, cool. So I walk away. So after the first day, we go up to Ming's room and we're like getting ready to go drink beers. And a fire alarm goes off. Well, when the fire alarm goes off, you got to leave the hotel, but you can't use the elevator. They shut the elevators down. Right. So we have to go down seven flights. We and it's January. We get to the bottom, and it's freezing cold outside. Lou Ferrigno is outside in a in a uh, wife beater, <laughs> shaking. <laughs> And uh, I'm like, and I'm standing next to him, and I and, uh, and then I go, Ming, you know who probably pulled the fire alarm? And he goes, Mike Barnes, the fucking bad boy karate. And he's behind us, and he goes, All right, you knuckleheads, which one of you assholes lives here? And I was like, Me. 
And he goes, I'm trying to get to this sushi restaurant. And it was like Sushi King on Central. And I was like, it's right over there. You don't need to take an Uber. You can just walk. Yeah. So he goes. So the next day, I show up at the Comic-Con. And Ming's like, dude, Mike Barnes did not like that sushi. He said he's going to fucking break your legs. And I was like, oh, really? So I go over and talk to him. And he goes, hey, that sushi place was awful. And I was like, well, I didn't tell you to go there. Also, you ate sushi in the desert. And he goes, fair enough. And he goes, how was your dinner? And I was like, great. And he goes, fuck you. <laughs> so then later on that, that weekend, I'm talking to him. And he's like, I'm going to autograph a picture for you. And it's like this picture. And I have it in the studio. And it's uh, Daniel's son, like doubled over after he'd been kicked in the stomach by him. And he's like standing over him. So he circles Daniel's son. And he puts an arrow and he says, you <laughs> fuck Chris Burnett, Mike Barnes, the bad boy karate. And I have it up for this team. <laughs> but Lou Ferrigno, we saw Lou Ferrigno freezing outside. That is hilarious. Just his massive ass just vibrating, just like sitting out there like, whoa. And I was like, that's the Hulk, man. The Hulk's freezing. As a killing the Hulk. Oh my dude. Okay, that is one of my first like superhero heartbreaks as a kid uh, when I watched Hulk fall from that helicopter. Oh man. Come the fuck on. Come the da, fuck da, da. on. Uh, Amazing. Amazing. And then, that was my first exposure to like Daredevil. Oh yeah, yeah. The, like, the Thor was on the and, and that yeah. version of Thor. Like so anyway, <laughs> anyway, I think now to wrap this section of it up, I think right. what they have going wrong. Okay. Is they are focusing on, but it's like a lot of other companies are, so they are not alone. No. They are focusing on profit over quality. Quantity, too, yeah. And qua- yeah, yeah, for sure. And the quantity goes into that profit. What do you think the, of the Star Wars? I'm not the Star Wars guy. I got you. I got to be honest. I, like, think, I think I think the sh- like, like, I don't like the new movies. I think most of the shows are okay. I think the shows are great. Um, Again, like my, I go to my roommates yeah. for Star Wars. Like, I watched... Excuse me. I watched Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Great. I thought it was fine. Yeah, oh, the Darth I, I, Vader stuff is the, amazing. Okay, okay, okay. The, the Vader stuff yeah. is amazing. I, okay, oh, fine. yeah, fine. Yeah, the Vader stuff is amazing. I think just the six the six hour. Yeah. Um, you know, waiting for the Darth Vader parts. Yeah, waiting for the. But it was like the. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's it called? It's like a video game term where you're just escort. Yeah. The six hour escort mission for Princess oh, Leia wasn't yeah. that fun for me. That's yeah, but, that, but then that, it, that's fair. But then at the same time, I I love the Mandalorian. I thought season the latest season was okay compared yeah. to the others, but I think the first two I th- were bangers. I think it's setting things up for other. Yeah, yeah. Well, the season four, quote unquote, mm-hmm. is supposed to be a movie. Yeah. So I think that's gonna be fine. I trust Favreau. I ju- I well, trust Dave Filoni. I was gonna say it's Dave Filoni now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I trust those guys. Dude, Dave Filoni is amazing. But uh, I have heard phenomenal things mm-hmm. about Ahsoka. I oh, haven't watched it? But oh. I have also been told by, again, the people mm-hmm. I trust, mm-hmm. I've been told to not watch that until you know what's going on with Clone Wars and Rebels. Right. And they're correct. And so I want to do that justice mm-hmm. beforehand. I agree. I agree and with them. I agree with them 100%. Because like, I... It's literally a fourth season. Yeah. Or that, a fifth that, season. That's, yeah. that's what they told me. Yeah. And see, I am so into Marvel and DC yeah. and some independent here and there. I'm so into Marvel and DC... Yeah. That I avoid Star Wars at all costs. Okay, like I'll watch the mainstream stuff, and I'll like, like uh, I love Darth Vader comic books. I read those. Oh yeah. But the more that I get into Star Wars, I just see the plethora of entertainment that is just Star Wars, and yeah. I feel like Star Wars is the equivalent of Marvel and DC almost combined. 
Okay. And because there is so much there between the comic books and the video mm. games and the TV shows and the movies and right. the books and the this and the that. Well, when it was George Lucas, it, it is what you said. There was like, there wasn't all this stuff. It was like, oh, here comes a movie. And it was an event. Right. But but to me, it's it goes back to that thing we talked about at the very beginning of the callback. No matter how good it is, a bunch of people hate it. Oh, yeah. And and their their fans, I think the Star Wars fans are the most toxic. They're just crazy. they can be for sure. I yeah. think what's hilarious is in the wake of the Kathleen Kennedy era, yeah. they all look back on the prequels like maybe we were too harsh, right? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> like so. Also, it, it's like well, there's two there's two things. It's like people who are my age hated them. I I didn't hate them, but I I also were like mm, okay, and and I look back on them better. But like people, we we don't we forget. People now were kids when those movies came out, the second right. trilogy, yeah. and that's the Star Wars movies they grew up with. Right, they love them. So when you see Ahsoka, and I feel the the person I feel like who got redemption is uh, Darth Vader, the or Anakin. What's his name? Anakin uh, Christensen. Hayden Christensen. Oh, when I saw poor guy episode three in uh-huh. theaters, yeah. That blew my fucking mind. Yeah. That blew my mind. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that fucker's Darth Vader. Yeah. Oh, like he's actually Darth Vader. Right. Now. Oh, shit. Well, and that's where you got to watch um, Rebels and Clone War because Ahsoka was his Padawan. Right. And there's yeah. a whole like thing where she didn't know and like they're combating in space and she reaches out her feelings and she goes, oh, shit. Like and she realizes like oh Anakin is Darth Vader like she didn't know oh and it's and and like that kind of stuff to me is like whoa that's so I've had this conversation yeah. with my friends I feel like a lot of what the newer Star Wars mm-hmm. stuff is doing is almost making up for what the prequels didn't do well it, and it's like filling it in yeah it's like you watch those or not the prequels but the the last the newer ones. Like I feel like the newer ones, you're just kind of like, well, where did that come from? Well, those Why is that a thing? Yeah. Well, those movies are the definition, like seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Those are the definition of movies made by committee. And well, yes, and but I think what the new shows are doing, and like this is weird, is they're like filling in the details that you that got left out. Yeah. They're they're writing around it. Well, because I in remember- in, in, in a good way. Well, I remember in the latest Mandalorian season, they're yeah. talking about the cloning stuff. Yeah. Like, but separate from the actual clone well, troopers. So I assumed yeah. that they are slowly trying to explain you, why the Snoke stuff happened, yep, yep. And why Palpatine's still alive. And, and you can see it, like, in Ahsoka, it's more. Okay. You start to see it, you're like, ah. They're trying to make up for the poor storytelling that's already yeah. been before them, so they have to make up the... Because, again, those are movies made by committee, yeah. and those TV shows are made by somebody who cares. Right. Well, the also, people that care. And the other thing, too, is, is the TV shows... Are, uh, so when Disney first got the license, they were like, okay, all these books that were written... Legends. Like, they were, they're, yeah. not, they're no longer canon. Fart, get away from us. And John Favreau and Dave Filoni came in and said, no, we're going to go back and we're going to tell those stories in the books. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. Like the whole Admiral Thrawn of Ahsoka. That, those yeah. were all books. Those were all books. Mm-hmm. The Thrawn trilogy, yeah. I've been told to yeah. read. That's really good. Yeah. Um, I but I mean, when it was no longer canon, you're like, well, great. Right. And Dave Filoni and them were like, no. 
let's bring that back. And I think that's awesome. Well, I think that's because they were fans of yeah. the IP. Yeah. And they were, no matter how like you know how well off they were mm-hmm. or how well into the Hollywood industry they were, they were still fans. Mm-hmm. And so in between making movies and pitching shows and yeah. whatever they were doing before Star Wars, ju- those well, two guys were probably on a Sunday afternoon when they have them out of free time, yeah. what were they doing? Well, They were reading Star Wars. Star Wars. They were playing Star Wars. And where Disney, the corporation, saw those books and all that stuff as like a waste of time, John Favreau and Dave Filoni were like, no, 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 no. There's money there. We're going to show you there's money there. Yeah. Like this. Like, you know, the sponsors were not there. All of a sudden, we're like, oh, wait a second. We're sitting here in your studio. We're not, you know, we're not, this is DIY. This is independent. But we're going to show you that there's money here. We're going to show you that there's, like, uh, a fan base that listens to what we say or, you know, we can influence them in a way. And it's kind of the same thing where those guys came in and they were like, everybody's like, oh, I don't know. And then the Mandalorian came out and I was like, everybody's all of a sudden, Disney's like, hey, John Farrow, you now have a blank check. Okay, cool. I'm going to show you where the money is. Yeah. yeah and that's, you know, that that's sad that you have to, like, you know, push that boulder up the hill. Well, this is a lesson that studios are going to have to learn over and over yeah. again. And I think the most, next to that, mm-hmm. the most, like, blatant version of that is what happened. And I, I've brought this up so many fucking times, but the what happened to Justice League. Yeah. What happened to that between the studio panicking yeah. and then uh, them using Zack Snyder's daughter's death as a way to get oh, him out yeah. of the movie and then bringing in Joss Whedon and mm-hmm. then the internet campaigning for the Snyder cut. And then what do you, let me ask you this question. Yeah. What did you think of The Flash? God, the wasted potential. Really? I thought it was good. God. The, uh, so I thought it was fine. Uh huh. Like, I went I, in it with thinking it was going to be trash. So I went in there. Yeah. Hearing all this nonsense about it being the one of the greatest things ever made. I don't like the actor, and all that but, yeah. stuff, and yeah, it's not, not not anything to do with like the this the is, character, but just no, 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 no. Yeah, like like you know, I know he got in a lot of trouble outside yeah. of it. I don't even I di- I didn't even follow that. I just don't like the guy like oh, the way you, he acts. Okay, you just yeah. don't like Ezra Miller. Okay, no, that's I fair. think he sucks as an well, actor. Yeah. Okay, which is fair. And yeah. I I like the I like the guy who plays him on the TV show. I thought that guy was Grant great. Gustin. Yeah, yeah he's great. amazing, fantastic. I liked Ezra Miller. In the Snyder Cut yeah. more than I did the what's being dubbed the Justice League, uh, the 2017 theatrical version. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because in the four-hour version, he's given a full arc. And sure. he's... Have you seen it? Uh, yeah. Okay, so he literally saves the world. Yeah. Like, he fucking... Mm-hmm. He has a full arc, just like Cyborg, a full arc. And they're yeah. not wasted like the two-hour version. No, anyway, no, no. So the, back to your question, I think... It was because that movie had so many things filmed for it and taken, <laughs> it was crazy, and then taken yeah. away. Yeah. Like there's supposed to be like so a buddy of mine who's actually a insider at WB, he right. was giving me live updates oh, as really? things were changing. And he's like, Yeah, dude, they have a scene now. Yeah. Like it went it went from okay, there's a Gal Gadot scene, okay, uh-huh. there's a Henry Cavill scene. Right. To no, there is a scene where the full Justice League are together. They mm-hmm. just filmed it. I then and then gone. And, and I don't know how to find it. I don't know if anyone will ever see it. But there is a, right. according to my buddy, which I tr- who I trust, there is a set photo of on the Flash mm-hmm. of the entire Justice League okay. together. So where it's like Ezra Miller, um, even Ray Fisher was there because he got Jason black- Momoa because he got blackballed by WB. Oh, of that's right. That yeah. He went out and said yeah. right. Uh, yeah, Jason Momoa, Affleck is there, Cavill. Yeah. Um, 
Gal Gadot's there, okay. and they're all in costume. Oh, wow. Like, being the fucking Justice League. But... I don't know, like, because the the one part of me looks at that movie and sees like what could have been, uh-huh. but then the other part of me looks at that movie and I'm like, th- I appreciate them trying. Like, I love the concept of all of the worlds or all the possibilities being like a coliseum. Yeah, and Barry has to look at which one to go to. That was I, cool. I kn- that was the coolest part. Man. Yeah, if you would have given me a yeah. hundred million dollars to figure out a way to show the Speed Force, I don't know if I would have came up with that. Yeah. I think that's genius. It was I think, great. Yeah, I think it's genius watching because it's something out of uh, Infinite uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, yeah. where all of the worlds were crashing into each other and right, hitting each right. other. Is it a little sour seeing George Reeves as Superman after like that's arguably the role that le- led him to suicide? Right, right. Sure, like that's you know there's questions there, sure. and then there's questions about Christopher Reeve and then his I forget the lady that plays the Supergirl. But yeah. like seeing them together, uh, that's strange, you know. I yeah. just I just find that strange. And then the same thing with how the studios treated Henry Cavill to see a CGI Henry right. Cavill, that's strange. What about the Nicolas Cage? Man? And then the Nicolas Cage thing is strange too. <laughs> that, was, I thought that was amazing. I loved it. I, was I, like, I I loved it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like the spectacle of it is awesome. But sure. then it's like when you think about it longer than ten seconds. Yeah. It's like well. And the fact they put the big spider thing in it. Do you know the big spider? Oh story? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, with yeah. Kevin Smith and all yeah, that, and yeah, because yeah. that one producer was like, "We need a big spider," <laughs> and then did it for Wild Wild West. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just I don't know. I I think there. I, are, I enjoyed it. It entertained me. Yeah, but I think there are also a lot of really good moments. Yeah. Like a good like there's a moment where uh, the two berries are in the Batcave and mm-hmm. they're talking. And the older Barry is like, you don't know what it's like to live without mom. You yeah. take everything for granted. You just think you, you think you're the shit. You think you're fucking awesome. In right. reality, you're an idiot. And it's like, oh yeah, I'm sure most people, ages 28 and above, would mm-hmm. look at 18 year old self and like, yeah, you're a fucking dumbass. You're a dumbass you don't, you yeah. don't know anything. You would, yeah. And oh yeah, for sure. I look at my old self now, well, and I'm like, oh fuck. And and I I would also like to see a Flash story with that's not Flashpoint. Yes. Oh, no, I agree. Let's do some other... I mean, if the Flash has a huge history, let's do not just the Flash. I mean, that that's constantly what, you know... Yeah, something against Captain Cold would be cool, yeah. or something against, um, like, Gorilla Grodd would be kind of yeah. neat. Well, that's why I like the TV show. Yeah. The TV show was... I mean, they did Flashpoint in it. Yeah. But, like, they, they it took them a while to get there. It was like, oh, man. But they knew that... It was convenient for them. Yeah. They knew that, like, well, that's what bugged me too. Was they said that it was going to reset the universe, but mm. in reality, it posed more questions right. than answers. What do you think about what's his name taking over? Um, James Gunn. I got the honest answer. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Really? Which really, which really bums me out yeah. because I love. I mean, I love these properties. Yeah. I'm never going to stop reading comics. Sure. I'm never going to like stop. I thought like, I thought that Suicide Squad he did was amazing. I, yeah, it was great. And then and then Peacemaker, uh, was Peacemaker sick. is amazing. I thought Peacemaker was sick. Yeah, my whole thing is the and again it's semantics yeah. and it is very biased because I love the Zack Snyder era so much. Right. I hate the fact that Viola Davis is coming back. Margot Robbie's probably coming back. Yeah. That his yeah. wife his wife is coming back. But then we're not. But we're not getting Superman. As a, as a as a Batman fan, I I I just don't care enough about um what's her name the character Margot Robbie. Played. Uh, well, I don't want I don't she, want I didn't grow up with her. It was a character they created for the cartoons, right? And, uh, know, Harley Quinn, and everybody's just so about it now. Like, well, my whole thing is I don't want a young Batman. Yeah, 
I thought because what I thought. Oh, you was, didn't like the new one? I uh, Pattinson. Yeah, he was fine. I thought it was great. I thought it was a great movie. Yeah. I don't like his, I, well. The main thing I don't like about that movie is his bat suit. I think his bat suit is fucking trash. It is kind of yeah. Because here's the, and what sold it for me on it being the worst bat suit ever, yeah. worse than the nipples. <laughs> it's based on principle. Worse than the nipples yeah. is because there is a scene where he's walking down the hallway just eating bullets. That's not Batman. No, Batman is not the Terminator. Well, he they, and, and, and they were inconsistent too because he did that. But then later on in the movie, he takes a shotgun blast to the stomach. And he just flies away. No, it ruined him. Like, yeah. remember he had to like inject himself? And that's what I'm curious about. Yeah. Was, was that adrenaline? Was that venom? Was, was that, that venom? Right. But what, what I loved about that movie is it was very Batman year two, mm-hmm. the comic. Yeah. And, and it was also like, there was a lot of people that were like, well, it wasn't very much of an action movie. I was like, well, Batman's that's not always point. an action movie. That's the point. He's I was the like, world's he's, greatest detective. Yeah, detective comics. Like he has he has Batman the comic, and then he has detective comics. He's the world's greatest detective. And it was I love that it like they like the Riddler. Like the problem with Batman is like you have you know you have the Joker, and the Joker's like the you know the upper echelon of like his villain, and then like the Penguins up there. But like the Riddler was kind of a silly, goofy right. villain. And they, they, the, the way they changed him, I was like, okay, I can get into the Oh, a serial killer, but he's like... I hated the way he looked, but yeah. I loved the idea. I loved the idea. I hated the way he looked, too. Yeah. Yeah. I loved the idea. I loved that it was Paul Dano. Yeah. I was totally into yeah, that. I thought he was fine. Like, he but did... But, like, did, yeah. I was stoked that they, they took that character and kicked him up a notch. Yeah. They, they like, kind of had yeah. to. Yeah. To match everything else. With the Tony yeah. Soprano version of Penguin. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they kind of had to. But back to... So yeah. what I loved about what Snyder did is you have an inexperienced Superman dealing with consequences. Sure. And then you have an overly experienced Batman mm-hmm. dealing with his own brain. Gotcha. I loved that. And I, loved, I did too. And I love the fact that throughout 75% of mm-hmm. BVS, Batman is wrong. Yeah. He's wrong. And people, but, people look at that and they're like, well, Batman shouldn't be killing. Batman is, he thinks Superman is, why does he think he's evil? Because, yeah, because. Because he, he's got the ultimate power. Yeah. Because, exactly. Because yeah. he's been doing it for 20 fucking years. And right. now he sees an alien that is burning down buildings and killed what he thinks is the last of his species. Right. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to say, fuck it. I'm going to use guns now. Right. And that's why, like. Well, in, in if you're a Batman fan, uh, you seem to be. It's like well, the thing about Affleck's Batman too is people were like shitting on it, and, and they were like, "Was well, using gadgets and all this shit all the time." And I'm like, "Yeah, because he's old." If well, he, that's if, also Batman. He, yeah, when he got old, he couldn't fight like he, you know, he couldn't fight like a young man. He's not going to be going toe to toe with everybody. So if you watch like when he goes into that one scene uh, where he he takes down all those guys in that room in the warehouse, most of the stuff he does is with his gadgets. And I was like, "Oh, that was a great detail." Because yeah. he's old. Well, he fights. Well, he fights like the yeah. Arkham Batman from the video games. Yeah. And I, but I think yeah, because well, he's old. Exactly. You can't. And, you can't fucking go toe to toe with everybody when you're like in your fifties. You know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. I just I loved the idea of them introducing these two characters and doing it untraditional, but the end goal is the same. Right. Like you see a redeemed Batman in the Snyder cut. He's a leader. I like the change of Batman being okay mm-hmm. in the Justice League because traditionally, for like, and, I, and this is a very foreign concept for people, yeah. I guess. Because uh, I know, like, the like friends asking me questions about that movie was that yeah, Batman doesn't like being in the Justice League. He thinks the Justice League in of itself is a bad thing, right? 
and that's why he does the uh, the Tower of Babel storyline from the nineties. Yeah. So then, to, but to have them change that and he be the leader, kind of dug it. Yeah. And I don't know, like I because if, especially if you look back at when those movies were coming out, mm-hmm. twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen. Hide of the MCU. The MCU is going one certain way. They have right. their formula that works. I think it would have been better for everyone if they would have stuck with it and done the the darker version of the DC universe where it's like, okay, well, we saw what happens if Thanos wins. Right. And it looked a certain way, but they fixed it. But the potential of Dark Side winning was going to be a desolate wasteland like Mad Max version of the world that the Justice League has to be like who doesn't fucking want that but yeah. now and that's why I don't care anymore is it's like okay mm-hmm. I've lived like in like every pretty much anyone right now can say it's like I've seen so many reboots of Superman right I've seen so many reboots of Batman and and people are still attached so much to Gal Gadot's version of Wonder Woman. It's right. like, do we need another one? Why do we? She's she's in her late are they, 30s. Are they going to do a separate? They're interview? getting rid of everybody. Oh, and I that, thought and, they kept her. And that's my yeah, they're getting rid of her. Oh, but, I thought and, they kept her. Sure, mm-hmm. okay. And that's my issue with the movies. Anybody yeah. or with the universe is anybody close with James Gunn is getting kept, but anybody close to Snack right. Snyder is getting booted. Sure. And so it's like that's your diffusion Answer? system. Yeah. Well, and it, and it almost seems, and I don't know if this is a good thing, but it could be. Like he's starting like small. Like he's doing IPs. I, no. Have I, you noticed that he's like doing IPs that aren't well he's, known? He's doing unknown IPs. I mean, but Suicide he, Squad and then like Peacemaker are not big IPs. Right. But then you look at the cast of Superman Legacy. Yeah. And there's so many people in it. Oh, I haven't seen any of Yeah. That, so. so, yeah, there's there's a whole laundry list of DC characters that are going to be in it as supporting characters. Yeah. That it's like, okay, well, okay, so we definitely have a Superman and we definitely have a Lex Luthor. But then why? Oh, I did see. Uh, who did they get for Lex Luthor? It's... The kid from the menu. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nicholas Holt. Yep. And he's he wouldn't have been my first choice. No. Fine, whatever. I like. I mean, I think what they're going for is. I did you like Jesse Eisenberg as him though? Honestly, yes. I thought he was terrible. I loved it because of what I saw. What they were going for though. Yeah. You know, it's like okay, so we're seeing the bratty, smart-ass kid who's jacked up on Red Bulls. Yeah. That is a tech dork. It's basically Zuckerberg but evil. Gotcha. Well, yeah. More evil. Sure. Right. So Zuckerberg but more evil, but then <laughs> he ends up becoming the villain of Lex Luthor in prison. Ah, uh, okay. And when he gets out, because if you look at the. The, the Lex Luthor he is in BVS and the Lex Luthor he is in the post-credit scene. Yeah. He is calm, collected. He is menacing in the post-credit scene of Justice League when in BVS, like, oh, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. You know? Are you a, are you a Smallville guy? Yeah. You see it in January. They're like all going to be here at Comic-Con. Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. I will have to be there. Superman and the guy that was Lex Luthor. And, yeah, um, yeah. He has a great podcast. Yeah. Love it. Actually, um, it's great. Uh I'm totally spacing. I can't. Me too. I can't. But I would love to. And it's funny being a Smallville. I think that's what they're doing. Is they're looking back in the DC catalog, like with the exception of Snyder stuff. Mm -hmm. They're looking at everything else and looking at what works. And like, okay, people loved a young Superman and Lex Luthor. Right. We're gonna do that again. Yeah. Are they? That's what they're doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, Nicholas Holt and David Cornsweet are the same age. Yeah. So I can't imagine they wouldn't be, but. I personally, this is my own bias, but I love when I love a Superman story where Superman is like in his like in his primes, like mid thirties. Yeah. But Lex Luthor is like older. 10, 15 years older than him. Yeah. Because it's always with Superman, he's smart. Yep. 
but, but also he's, wise. But he's but he's, oh. he's not like Lex Luthor's like smart and wise. Lex Luthor's smart and menacing. Menacing, but yeah, super. Lex Luthor is smart and menacing. Superman is kind and wise. Yes, right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. He has his own lived experience in Kansas. Sure. Yeah. That makes him be more human. But Lex Luthor is on like the Bruce Wayne type intellect. Yeah. Where it's like he's so many steps ahead of Superman. So I love that when Superman has to leave his brawn to the side and mm-hmm. figure out how to think his way out of situation, which is why like Mr. Mitzelplex is so interesting to me. Oh, that's wow. I've not heard that character in a long time. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah, that's why that character is so interesting. Like you just you just said something that probably like ninety nine percent of the people out there have, have no, no idea. idea who you're talking. No about. idea what I just said. Yeah, yeah. and that's fine. You have to, he has to say his own name backwards, but Ex- send him back to his own dimension. Exactly. That so was, that's that was some real nerd shit I just said right there. Yeah. yeah so that's like that's what makes that character kind of cool. Is that going to be in the movie? I I don't think so. Oh shit! But I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if it's in the sequels of James Gunn being so weird. But my point is, is like I like it when Superman mm. has a deficit of age. Yeah. Between his adversary. Sure, yeah. I enjoy that. So I don't... I, I just... And Smallville well, was so fucking good. Seeing Superman old, because he shouldn't age really quickly. Right. But I, I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't want to see a kingdom come. That's cool. Yeah. Like... Yeah. If we're, if we're really... And I'm not going to do it immediately. But if this multiversal shit is here to stay... I hope it's not. I'm tired of it. I'll be honest... 10 years from now, yeah. if we have to even rehash it, I would love to see Henry yeah. Cavill in a Kingdom Come Superman suit. Yeah, you could. That, that, and that's possible. Showing up and being yeah. like, hey, yeah, we we conquered Darkseid. We mm-hmm. beat him. What the f-? Like, just like in Kingdom Come. Yeah. What the fuck are these new guys doing? I'd like to see a Dark Knight Returns. That is allegedly the only reason Snyder will go back to DC, is to do a... Like panel by cat yeah. panel adaption of the Dark Knight Returns. When they made the when they made the cartoons, I was like, uh, and then they, and it came out. I was like, okay, that they was were cool. great. Yeah, they were cool. They were fucking. The great. Killing Joke one was not good. No, why the fuck? Oh, that yeah. is such a Paul Dini thing. Why does Batman and Batgirl have to yeah. be into each other? It's a father daughter yeah. relationship. Right. They should not be fucking. <laughs> no. <laughs> but the Killing Joke was like one of the first edgy. I was I was like a teenager, and that came out. I was like, right. I was like, whoa. Well, that was one of the first censored comic books, too. Yeah. Because they had to take out the Tunnel of Love shit with Barbara Gordon, where she I, was yeah. she was fucking naked. Yep. Where he shot her, he shot her right in the in the in the in the, in the pelvis, and like she's on the fl- like floor naked. Yeah. Well, he and, took. Well, it's insinuated at least the Joker took pictures when he was raping her. Yeah. Yeah. And like uh, I remember when I was a kid, I think uh, I I got a fourth printing of it. Like that's how popular. <laughs> mm-hmm. That comic book was. Yeah, I think I have a, I have like a second, maybe yeah. or a third in a in like a little uh, mm-hmm. protective. Uh, oh sure, yeah. Sheet and shit. Yeah. I, I I wish I kept all my comics. I had the I had the original Death of Robin comic. I had the I had the actual issue. Shit. I had Web of Spider Man number one. Nice. Yeah, and then I left them in a house like in college. I was like, yeah, I had to move real quick. You know, <laughs> as as one does in their early twenties. Yeah, but I don't know, man. To answer your question in, yeah. in 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 summation, I just I don't know. Like, I hope it's great. Yeah. I want this medium to continue. I people predicting it for years. I don't want superhero movies to go the way of the western. No, right. Where you hardly ever see them ever again, but because the, like, but with, the corporations are are screwing. I mean, they're they're really it up. fucking it up. And everybody's like, "Oh, we have uh, superhero fatigue," and I'm like, "No, you have bad movie fatigue. You have you have lack of creativity, yeah. and then 
the my real litmus test for where this is going mm-hmm. is Invincible and the boys. I love it. The Invincible. moment that those two start going to shit, then I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Those now are, yeah, you're right. I mean, I love Invincible. I think it's fantastic. Have you seen the boys? Oh, yeah. Okay. I think they're okay. both great. They're it's amazing. weird. It's weird how, how much they have in common. Yeah. And well, they're, they're the same critique. It's just yeah. that Garth Ennis hates superheroes more than Robert Kirkman does. Right. So, have you read the comic of the boys? No. Dude. Oh, my God. And, I, okay. and it's weird because, like, I loved Garth Ennis. Yeah, because I love I loved his Punisher stuff. Perfect Punisher. I loved his I loved Preacher. Mm-hmm. Great. And then I I never read the Kirkman stuff. But what I love is is that Amazon was like, oh, you wrote it, you're the showrunner. Yeah, like, which is what? what they should do. Yeah, which is 100 percent what they should. And and that's why it's good. So the boys as a book is fine. Yeah. Don't hold it. If you ever decide to read it, uh-huh. do not hold it to the same candle as the show. Oh, really? No. That is one of the only adaptions, if not the only one. Uh-huh. Maybe Kick-Ass is in this category, too, where the adaption it's is better. miles ahead. Really? D- Anthony uh-huh. Starr as Homelander, as you know. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, he's great, yeah. Homelander in the book? Oh, and they did the... Who nah. was the Captain America guy? Um, Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. I loved all that. I loved oh, Soldier Boy. They changed Soldier Boy. Wow. Really? But I thought it was great. So in the book, uh-huh. the way you're introduced to Soldier Boy is he's been trying to get into the seven for a long oh. time. And Homelander keeps on, hey, yeah, if you suck my dick, I'll let you into the boys. Jeez. Oh, yeah, let's fuck a couple of times. I'll let you into the That's boys. That's right, Garth Ennis, yeah. Yeah, because Garth Ennis hates superheroes. Yeah. Just to his core, he fucking hates superheroes. Yeah. And he's admitted that. Sure. And so that's why, like, I don't want to give any spoilers away because I don't know how the show's going to end. Right. But the way the book ends for the boys... It's just, yeah, dude, we get it. You hate Marvel and DC. Right. Let it go. Sure. It's That's absolutely it's, what it is. It's yeah. fun. Don't get me wrong. It's very fun the uh, way he writes it and the way it, but it's just nonsensical. You have to, sure. you kind of have to leave a lot of things at the door. But yeah, Invincible's amazing. I'm working through the first compendium right now. Uh, I've and, never read the comic. I know it ended. What I like about the comic, I haven't read it, but what I, what I read is that it ended. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Yes. Like, have you like, read The Walking Dead? Have I heard The Walking Dead? Or? Read it. No. Oh my god! I started. I'm eh, I'm not a zombie guy, and it okay. just got boring. The show got boring to me. The book is yeah. phenomenal. Really, like, that I, was I started it. Uh, yeah. That was the type of shit that I would collect in the trades. Yeah. So I would buy two or three at a time because yeah. I knew that if I sat down, I'd blow through it. Okay. Because it read like a damn movie. Yeah. And, oh okay. my god! And the 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 way it ends is amazing. Okay. And. Obviously, because they're doing all the spinoffs. Oh, they, they've they've saturated. That yeah, so they're gonna much. milk it till it's done. But Kirkman yeah. writing that book, like it makes that book was so good, yeah. it excites me for Invincible. I mean, what what tripped me out is you know we had Breaking Bad here. Breaking Bad on a good like night that it was on would get like four or five million people watching it. Walking Dead was like 13, 14 million people. Yeah. This is cable. Yeah. It was a cultural, like, yeah. if you weren't watching The Walking Dead yeah. every night, you were kind of out of the conversation well, and everywhere. Dude, networks aren't getting 13, 14 million people. Nobody is. No. Podcasts and, and, are. To bring this full circle. Right. Podcasts are. Podcasts are. <laughs> By but the way, no. I get 13 minutes. No, I wish. <laughs> but that's like the, yeah. that's that's a very good point, yeah. is, is that was the height of cable television. Yeah. And it's ironic, I think, that cable television peaked with a zombie show because cable television had a zombie of what it used to be. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah, that was, if you didn't know what was, I, I remember, this is something I will never forget. So my 
long time ago. It was the night that season seven premiered when they mm-hmm. finally killed Glenn. Okay. And yeah, we beat up, him in the head of the bat. I didn't even watch yeah. it, but I know. I know yeah. what happened. Yeah. yeah. So up until that point, I had been reading the books. I knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was with my ex-girlfriend at the time, would eventually be my ex-fiance, but I was yeah. with her and her family at the time watching The Walking Dead. And they were all into it. I was into it, but mm-hmm. I didn't, but none of them read the books. So you weren't going to spoil so it. I didn't spoil shit. Yeah. So when they, so I, the way the, the shit goes in the show is they kill Abraham, the yeah. redheaded guy. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised. I was like, oh, well, that's a, that's interesting. That's a good deviation. We'll see that's where this cool, goes. Yeah. But then 30 seconds later, he turns around and whacks Glenn. Uh, they shrieked in fear. I was like, yes, <laughs> that's what I've been reading. And they looked at me with disgust. Like, what's wrong with you? They were like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yeah. <laughs> break up that's the family. How I, I was watching uh, uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones with a friend of mine who reads the books. Oh, shit. And she was at my house, and it was during the Red Wedding. And after it happened, she was like, I don't want to spoil it for you, but I was, I've been waiting for that. And she's like, and it was as fucked up as it read. Really? And I, you know, did you watch? The yeah. yeah. No, I've made it up to season yeah. like five of uh, Game of Thrones around there. Here's, four, here's how five. I feel about that show. Like, I envy that you're watching it. I dropped it. Okay. No, I dropped it years ago because I because I started watching yeah. it about nine months or so before it ended. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll catch up and I'll do the thing. But then, like, work got in the way and life got in the way. But as I'm still watching it, the show ended. Mm-hmm. And I heard all the yep. criticism of the last season. Yep. And then I heard how it ended. I was like, oh. It's terrible. I don't really give a fuck that, that no, much. No, and I feel like – and, like, I've, I've, sat, I've sat and argued with people. And I'm like, what was the point of the whole series if that's what they ended it with? And uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, what something you, else. What do you think about us having uh, the Jesse Pinkman and Walter White statues? Um, that was interesting. It is. It's <laughs> okay. I don't know, man. I, I so I was very connected to that show when it when it was going on. I have a lot of friends that were a part of that show. I have friends that were in the show. Yeah. One of my friends was Combo. Did you watch? Oh, shit. And uh, so a lot of it was really cool. And I got into it as much as everyone else did. But it's, but it's, it's, to me, it's another IP. And then when it's over, I look back on it fondly and I move on. Yeah. And I feel like there's too many people that just, won't let it go. Yeah. It's just their life. Well, do you think that's a symptom of just New Mexico not having a lot? Yeah, it's part of it. For you know sure. what I mean? So well, when we do have the one so, thing that's not the balloon fiesta or yeah. red chili. It's like, oh my there's God. A couple, there's a couple of things. It's people who see the money in it. Yeah. The people like you say. and Because like there's people, and I don't want to mention names, that are that are associated with it who I've met and didn't even like the show. But are like, but when people come here, they're like, oh, I have to go to this place. And they didn't even watch the show. Or and if they did, they like I asked them. I was like, oh man, you love I don't watch that shit. But they're associated with it. Like they they make lots of money off of it. And I'm like, okay. An actor in the show? No. Okay, never mind. So my brain went one way. Uh uh-uh. uh. So okay. No, a business. Okay. But like, you know, okay. Yeah. And uh, but I've had friends that have, have have done really well off of it, and but they moved on. I mean, but there's I feel like you know, and like you have this whole like 
people that are like, oh, it's, it makes our town look bad. And, uh, and I'm like, I don't care. about it. What, Do we make our town look bad? I mean, Albuquerque, yeah. we, 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 we didn't need a TV show to do that. <laughs> it's like, you know, which, you know, I, there's, and I love this town. Like, I love Albuquerque. I love living here. But, you know, we don't, you know, everybody's like, well, Breaking Bad posts Albuquerque in a bad light. I was like, well, apparently it didn't because everybody's moving here. Yeah, I was so. going to say, I don't think it put us in a bad yeah. light. I mean, do I love the fact that we have statues yeah. in like the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce where the fuck it's at? No, it's in a, a civic, uh, it's in a, the Civic Center. Okay, in the Civic Center. Okay, akin, I guess. Do right. I love the fact that we have statues right. made to fictional meth dealers? Right. No. I mean, no. I, I think it would sit a little... I'll be honest. I think it would sit a little bit better with me if sure. we had like a media center right. where that was. You sure. know what I mean? But and maybe like, they'll move... I mean... Because at least Philadelphia... Has Rocky. Immortalizes fucking Rocky. And then Detroit has a RoboCop. Yeah. Do they really? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. That's awesome. And I'm like... <laughs> RoboCop is like a sweet spot in my heart. It is for me, I and it isn't because it's like I love the I love the original RoboCop, that new thing they came out with. I was like, what the, the reboot wasn't is, great. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, the reboot but like, wasn't great. Yeah. But like you know, I look at it as the same thing. It's like these characters are synonymous to the city, and everybody's like, well, they did it in Albuquerque because of the meth problem. I go, no, they did it in Albuquerque because it was cheap. The actual uh, yeah. original city was supposed to be in California. Yeah, and it was going to be a, a same show, but just somewhere in california and then they were like oh the studio was like you should film it in albuquerque because it's cheaper had nothing to like right. everybody's like well you got a meth problem. everywhere has a fucking meth problem like yeah. you know and and if you were saying like uh like first of all large cities are not the meth problem if you like portales new mexico or clovis new mexico that's where the fucking meth problem is it's not here i mean fuck las vegas yeah. farmington Hobbs. all those yeah there you yeah. go every small town in america has a meth problem you know yeah. um but it's like it, it, you know, I'm fine with the the, the criminal part of it. Uh, I feel bad like for the people that owned the house because I don't think they knew what they were getting into. You know, <laughs> didn't they have to put like a fence, a yeah. fence around their shit and yeah. signs saying "Don't yeah. throw pizza on this house"? And if you go to Java Joe's like on a Saturday morning and you eat outside, they'll drive by and stop and take pictures. Like you're out there eating and they're like taking pictures of you out front. Like you're like, oh, what, okay. What landmark was? Uh, Tuco's uh, lair. Oh right, 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 right. They right, right, blew right. the windows out of it and everything. Right, the first season, yeah. right, 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 right. So they okay. pull up in the RV and the trolley and take pictures. Happen. I live right down the street, so <laughs> and it's funny because like my mom and dad really got into it, and they they were like, it was like they they were like, we want to come up there and like, will you drive us to all the places? And then my dad wanted to go to the car wash. So we're driving and we pull up, you know, the duplex where him and him and uh, uh, what's her name lived next to door. Yeah. So we pull up yeah, to like, that uh, Jane, Jane, right? yeah, and it's in the student ghetto over by the university, right? So we pull up and my mom rolls the window down and these these teenage guys are outside, and uh, they they knew what was going on. Yeah. And the guy looks over and he goes, "What are you looking at, bitch?" And my mom starts clapping and laughing. She's like, "Yes." <laughs> And I was like, I thought like my dad was gonna flip out, you know, and it, and like it like le- like elevated the experience for them, and they drove away, and they're like, that was great. And I they was have like, <laughs> she went back. They have reenactors. Yeah, that was great. And it, it's funny, like I lit like the the his parents' house is over by me, like because it's in the country club area. Oh, interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, because like it was funny, like as yeah. I was watching, because I started watching that show after the fact, like after oh, it yeah. ended. 
right? And there's so many people that are like, I'll never watch it. It just got blown up too Which much. Which I think is stupid. It's so dumb. It's, it's so damn well if, made. If everyone's talking about something, it's it's most likely good. Yeah. Oh, you know? for real. And yeah. so what was funny is like as I'm watching, I'm like, oh, like the the dam off of of off of uh, yeah. Wantabo. Yep, like yep, I've done, yep. I've gotten fucked up there a couple of times. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. And then yeah. like. The car wash he works at that oh. looks like a roof, like that's across the street from Comic Book Warehouse. Yeah. And I, what, what blows my mind is they, they like someone bought it, renamed it, and painted it. Like, why would you not capitalize on yeah, that? Yeah, Mr. Car Wash, yeah. that chain that took over Octopus. Yeah, yeah a bunch of fucking idiots. Stupid. One funny thing talking about movies that were filmed here, yeah. one movie that got filmed here, and I watched them film it, mm-hmm. and I'm sad it's never coming out. Um, while it's called like Wiley Coyote oh, it's versus out. Acme, they they changed their mind. They did. Yes. Oh, good. There was a huge backlash. Yeah. And they decided that they were gonna yeah the Acme movie. Yeah. Where he's like suing. Yeah. Acme. Yeah. I think that's fucking genius because I remember I they literally yeah. filmed so Will Forte plays yep. the lawyer. Yeah. His law office mm-hmm. is literally right next door to Comic Book Warehouse, yeah. which is where I've been going since I was like eight oh, wow. years old to get comics. And so I walk in. And um, Eric, one of the guys that works there or mm-hmm. owns the place, yeah, he was like, "Do you know what they're doing next door?" I'm like, "I have no fucking idea." He's like, "Yeah, they're filming this movie. This is oh, what it's wow. about." Like, that's Will Forte. They and... they shut downtown completely down. They paid all of the yep. businesses. They paid yep. they paid sister. They paid yep. Launchpad to shut down. Yep, that's a lot of money right uh, there. Oh fuck yeah, it is. So I I'm I'm very glad to hear it's still coming out. Yeah, because that. The concept alone is hilarious. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I obviously love watching movies that were filmed here. Like, hey, sure. that's this or that's and that. And it's a very like Roger Rabbit esque thing where it's yeah. like live action cartoon. Did you ever watch Looney Tunes back in action? I don't with know. Brent, I with Brendan so. Fraser? No, dude. I rewatched that like three months ago, four uh-huh. months ago because it randomly popped up on a streamer for a couple months. What a fucking movie! Good. I forgot okay. how good that movie was. It's weird, like these IPs that have disappeared, and they're like maybe slowly come back. I want the Muppets like to come back. The I want, um, like they did so pre shutdown. Yeah, they did the Jim Henson exhibit at the um, museum. No shit. And I went, and um, you know, there there's like things like there's a lot of things in my life where like everybody's like, oh, you go and it'll like take your breath away, and you're like, okay, and then you do it, and you're like, eh. I went to that and I didn't even know it would. And I was like, I, you know, I saw like the Kermit the Frog Muppet. I yeah. saw Scooter. I saw Miss Piggy. And I was like, holy shit. Then I saw um, the David Bowie outfit from. Uh, um, Not Dark Crystal. No, from uh, Labyrinth. Uh, Labyrinth. Labyrinth. And then yeah. uh, like her dress. And uh, and it was just like, whoa. Yeah. Like this is my childhood. Did this they have is... any of the horror stuff there? Uh, because Jim Henson. They had, they had the Skeksis. They had uh, from Dark Crystal. Yeah, they had um, oh god, what was her name from uh, Lab- Hagrid? I think was her name. She was like the you know I can't remember. She's like the troll lady. Uh, they had um, I'm trying to remember, but oh, the thing that was really cool is uh, like when you watch Sesame Street. Yeah, right. You think you think like like there's there's literally like four or five Muppets that they use, and then they have a <laughs> this blew my mind out of my head. They have a versatile Muppet, and it's a it, they have they have three different kinds, but the big one you you would remember is a blue one, and he's just like a chubby. It's like it's literally like a chubby form, huh? With a mouth, and that's it. And they they would put different eyes and hair on him, and different shirts, and then he would be different Muppets. So, so. and and they would show, they had different pictures of him, but they had the Muppet there, and they had like the different parts that went on him, and and I was like shit 
I thought those were all different Mupp- I was like, you know, as a little kid, I was like, oh, yeah. it's a different character. You know, he, that one's got a mustache. Nope, same same frame. That, like, it's vaguely like, yeah. rattling something. He's blue. He's like blue and fat. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was like whatever they needed. And they, like they showed this movie there. And it was really, here was what was crazy to me. Like I go and I'm on a date and I'm like there. And there's like people my age, but they have their kids. And you're thinking like, oh, this is perfect for the kids. Well, it's not. That's not. This isn't their like. Right. It's thing. not what they grew this up This isn't. With. You know, this isn't like SpongeBob or Blue or whatever. So then, like, they had a little area where they were showing a movie, and the kids would come in and sit down for like a minute, and then get up and run away. And then people were like, I should take my kids to that. And I was like, they're not. It's you should go to that. It, yeah. You know. And like they had this whole thing where they were showing, like the there was a, a Viking ship, and they were all Vikings on top of it, and they were singing. Right, and then they pan down and they show the dudes, and they're like laying underneath, and they have like one arm up, and they have headsets on so they can sing, and each one has a, a monitor, so they could see what they were doing. Huh. And there's like five of them underneath their ship, and I was like, Jesus! Well, you got to see them do that yeah. while they were they were filming. It was like a video a movie. Yeah, it was a movie that they showed, and it was like, whoa, it was crazy. And then they showed like the evolution of Kermit, like how he was on his arm. But then, like later on, they'd created this like remote thing where he would put this like, uh, like basic mouth on his hand, and they could have Kermit sitting anywhere, and he would m- do this, and it would like do the mouth of it Kermit would mimic almost. Yeah, interesting. And they had created they had created all this stuff, and like it was just amazing to me because it was like people just don't innovate like this anymore. They don't, you know, expand things like this anymore. Like they just don't. It was. So amazing. Well, and that's why you have issues like we were talking about earlier, yeah. right? Where you have just, they're just CGI slog fest. Yeah. And that, I mean, so, like, I, I brought this a little bit earlier, but, yeah. uh, like, with, that's what kind of blew me away with movies like When Evil Lurks is right. because so much of, like, there is, there is one blatant thing that happens at the end mm-hmm. that is CGI. But okay. it's, like, purposefully, like, Uncanny Valley type shit. Yeah. But the rest of it, is practical effects. That's amazing. You know what I mean? And that's what adds so much value to something yeah. like that rather than these big budget shit. Mad like, Max Fury Road. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dude, I think Mad Max Fury Road is is, is a modern masterpiece. I, I don't go to the movies and see a movie very often. I sure as hell don't go watch it multiple times. I saw it three times in the theater. Nice. And and like I'm like, these are all stuntmen or, or Cirque du Soleil performers yeah. when they did the pendulum stuff. Yeah. And the CGI they did in it was her arm. Mm-hmm. And then like that dust storm, and that was it. I'm like, wow, how amazing that movie is, you know. And I'm super excited for the new Furiosa one. I'm interested. Yeah, I'm holding my reservations. Yeah. I'm glad. It's still him. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that George Miller is yeah. still doing it. Yeah. Um. I, again, biased. Yeah. I wish that his Justice League would have been made, but you know, oh, that's right. Here I there. forgot about that. Yeah. Because yeah. they in, they cast it, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Back in 07, 08. Oh shit! I yeah. forgot about that. But you know. I'm interested to see what it is with Furiosa. It looks a little corny, yeah, but, but that's okay. He's supposed to be, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's Mad Max. Yeah. We'll see. We yeah. will see. Like I think that was the big... I mean, to go from not being able to cast Mel Gibson anymore and yeah. still make a great fucking... Ma- I mean, uh, Tom Hardy, though. I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. No, he was great. And I don't know. Like I, I really do think that because of how how much of a turn mm-hmm. uh, Fury Road took from something like Thunderdome, yeah, 
and it still be amazing. Right. I'm very excited to see what they do with with Furiosa. Furiosa. Yeah, yeah. If it wasn't George Miller, yeah. I'd be like, okay, go fuck Hell, yourself. I even liked the video game they came out with. I did too. It was great. The Mad Max video game? Yeah. yeah I thought it was just fine. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I'm fine. What I really like is um, you have these IPs that are old and, and, like, they're coming back. Is when they when somebody, like, you can tell somebody took over, like, for example, the Cobra Kai. You can tell... My friends will not stop bad. When that new season came out, yeah. they kept telling Oh, you haven't watched it? No, I haven't. So Cobra Kai is the perfect example of somebody that grew up with it, passionate about it, loves it, and was like, you know what? I want to make that, but I don't, I don't want it to be black and white. I want to flesh everybody out. I want you right. to like get into the characters. I don't want you to think Johnny is a bad guy. Daniel, good guy. I want there right. to be gray, and and I and like the fleshing out of those characters, and and what happened? People love that show. I mean, it went from YouTube, uh, literally to, a YouTube project, yeah, YouTube project, to a multi million dollar Netflix, Netflix show. show. Yeah, yep. Revitalized uh, all those guys' careers. Yep. You know, and there's twists and turns, and you're like, well, and now Jackie Chan and old boy yeah, are, are making, making a new yeah, fucking. That's right, a new fucking Karate movie. Kid, yeah. yeah, new Karate Kid movie. Yeah, but it it all it took was I guarantee, and I don't know this for a fact, was somebody who was like, man, when I grew up as a kid, Karate Kid was the best movie. Ever. Now I'm a writer, and I want to, you know, the only thing I don't like about it is the characters are a little too, you know, black and white. Yeah. Let's flesh it out, and you know, because we we live in that era where we, you know, we like that. We like everything a little more fleshed out, you know? Yeah. We want Superman to, like, you know, be sad every once in a while. Well, I mean, for fuck's sake, if yeah. the guy doesn't know how to fight and he knocks down a couple of buildings, don't yeah. you think he'd be regretful about that? Sure. He's not going to stand up on a rooftop by... by bum, I bum, won. I won. Yeah, he's like, no, like, do people yeah. even want me here? Right. That's what I loved about Cavill. Yeah. That's, yeah. I love that shit. So, one thing I wanted to ask you before we get out of here okay. is... Talking about, and I think that's a good segue, fleshing yeah. things out. You've been doing this shit for 17 years. Yep. What keeps you going, and what is something that you see the podcast turning into? What is mm. something you see it as continuing to evolve as? Okay. How do you continue? Because we talked about mm-hmm. uh, one of the themes of this podcast, I guess, would be evolving. Right. Changing Evolution. with the times, yeah. being open to interpretation. So what does... How does that apply to the pod? And then, yeah. like, if you were to flesh that out in a certain way, what could that look like? I don't know. So I've talked... It's weird. I've thought about this a lot in the last... I mean, you know, 17 years is a long time. And then you've got that 20 that's kind of... I mean, you know, it'll be this will be 18 in next summer. So 20 is kind of around the corner. And it was funny. Like, Amanda Michonne and I made a joke that, like... Love her, by the way. Yeah. In three that years. is one of my favorite episodes I've yeah. done this year. Oh yeah, nice. with Amanda. She she's was, great. I've had her on the amazing. show many times. And it's like we've kind of talked about like maybe in three years we'll go out we'll we'll go out you know go out to pasture together. But I just don't know <laughs> if I could uh, end it. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Like I was, you know, I was, you know, I definitely like reminisce every once in a while and think about like. 17 years ago like what it was like and how different things are and if in you know three years five years ten years how different things will be and it's like will podcast be the media at that you know the medium at that point um 
I, you know, I could still be doing this, but like no one else is, you know, but I, I'll be doing something like, I don't know what the evolution, cause like the evolution to me was, was me and my friend and my girlfriend sitting in our house in, uh, um, the North side of Portales talking about pop culture with our show notes that we didn't ever use. And that's grown into like, you know, now it's, you know, then we would, you know, I would have to put the song at the beginning. I would, you know, cause I didn't have any way to like fire it up before the, you know, now it's a live show where people can chat with us while we're doing the show. Yeah. It's very user friendly. It's very fan friendly. Like if you want to sit and talk to us, like if we don't, you know, you can, and I'll read it and I'll, I'll, you know, add, you know, I'll, it, it'll add to the show. It'll change the show. Someone will come in and ask a question in the chat and we'll put it on the screen and it'll it'll divert where we go. And I really enjoy that. I really, you know, it's it's a, it's really where the day takes us. Like people go, how do you prepare for a show? And I go, I don't. I don't really, you know, I, I know about the guests and I know about some questions I'm going to ask them. But, you know, they could bring up something and I'll be like, oh, speaking of that, and it could take everything a whole different way. And I don't ever want to change that. I, I want I like that it's just spontaneous and fun and um like I really enjoy what it is now. But I mean what it's gonna be in the future, I really don't know. I mean I have no clue. Um like I let it grow on its own. I let it's it's an organic thing to me. And, you know, a co host come and go. You know, Billy was you know, my friend Adam did it four years with me. Billy did it with me for Shit, I want to say twelve or thirteen years. Damn. Smiley's been there um, ten years, I think now. And Smiley wasn't even supposed to be on the show; he was our producer. And we just had an extra microphone one day, and I was like, "Well, I'll set it up for him." And it just happened. And the funny thing is, is I'll get the, the one of the biggest criticisms I get is, you, is people go, "You need to let Smiley talk more." And and it that's not it's not me; it's him. He doesn't he doesn't add unless he wants to. Yeah. And then it's crazy, you know? And they people think that I'm just like stifling. I'm not, I'm not stifling. <laughs> That's why people like him cuz he's crazy, you know? <laughs> and it's like I just love the organicness of it. And um whether I ever like make, you know, like I get where you're at, you're like I want to, you know, do the sponsors and, you know, make a lot of money, you know. I I would love if that happened. I just don't want them to come in and be like, well, here's what we'd like for you to do. I'd be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. I'll put your name on the front of it, and I'll say your product, and I'll talk. A lot of times, too, it, there's people who want to sponsor that I don't like what they have, and I'm not going to. Well, that's. I'm well, tough with me. Well, I mean, you know, it's this age-old question yeah. of, of, like, I would never get corrupt if I became a politician. It was like, yeah. well, yeah, bitch, but you've never seen fucking right. half a million dollars in a briefcase. Well, sure haven't. So then it's like, same thing with a fucking sponsor. It's yeah. like, no, I will never sponsor a product I don't like. I was like, well, bitch, you ain't never seen $20,000 every month. Mm-hmm. Have you? I mean, if someone wants to give me $20,000 a month, <laughs> I might do it. Yeah. Well, right. But it's like, okay, you would think that the yeah. that the point behind a sponsor is that it's a product that you like. Right. Like, that's why right now the only two sponsors that I promote and the only one I have an one? active ad spot for is this one is Chop yeah. Chili. My only active ad spot, and then in the description, yeah. I'll still throw in organic price books because my buddy sure. JP runs that online yeah. comic book store, and I'm a dork and I buy comics from him. Yeah. So why I, the fuck I not? promote several things at like our yeah. break, and none of those people pay me any money, but they're my friends. 
There you go. I'm I'm really big about like promoting my friends. Yeah. And pointing people towards my friends, and uh, you know, because it costs me nothing. Right. And it helps them. Yeah. And like someone the other day pointed out something really good. They're like, if you have a lot of friends on Facebook and you have a friend that has a small business, go to their business page and invite all your friends to it. It costs you nothing. I agree. And I was like, oh, so I did it for my friend. And she was like, I was like, did you get any new uh, likes? And she goes, I got a bunch. I don't know. I was like, yeah, I I invited 3,000 people to like your thing. Yeah. And she's like, why did you? Like, because why not? Because why the fuck not? Yeah. I do that. Yeah. Shit, yeah. If I see a new bit, yeah. uh, like my buddy yeah. that I used to be in the guard with, uh, he started his own trucking company. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, bet. Okay. Cool. Easy. It takes 30 seconds. It takes 30 seconds. Yeah. You know? And if and if it's a place that your friend does something really good, why not? People can go, oh, my friend owns a, a sign shop. Make They make all my stickers. She makes all my stickers. Nice. So why not point everybody that way? Yeah. Go get stickers made there. Go get posters made. Fine art prints made there. You know? Yeah. So why would I not do that? So I don't know. I I feel like you know it's and it's really crazy. So like, in at the end of the day, has has what has the show done for me? I mean, it, it's taken me places where I never thought I'd be. You know, I'd be sitting in like the owner's box at the at the isotopes, or I've been in. Uh, there's a a place where you know where the, in the football field where the Lobos play. I didn't even know it existed. There's like on the in the end zone, like there's a theater area in there. Like it's you go in there and it's like theater seating and it's the glass is tinted so you can't see through it. I sat next to Steve Alfred in there and like watched the Lobos play and ate <laughs> vanilla bean Sundays. Um I got to be part owner <laughs> the in a fanciest rest- of fucking yeah. vanilla bean right, right. there. Yeah. And like I, I've got to like I'm a lifelong wrestling fan, and uh, because I've of this show, I got uh, I'm a part of Duke City Championship Wrestling. Um, I was a part owner for um, the beginning of it, and I had to step down. My father got very ill, and uh, I couldn't do it. But I'm going back. I'm not going to be an owner, but I'm going to be a part of it again. And I mean, I, I never saw you announcing, right? Uh, I was the commissioner. Yeah, and I got to be in the ring, and the guy. Yeah. So the funny, the best thing ever. This is this is literally a high point in my life is like when they were trying to phase me out because I, I had to step down. I was yeah. like, I was like, I need to, I need to go take care of this. And my father ended up passing, which, you know, was a real rough thing. You know, it was like about three, three months ago. So it was really rough. But like, they're like, okay, here's how we're going to write you off. Like, you're going to, you're going to come out. Like the, the, the villain guy is going to call you out and say that you're corrupt. I'm like, okay. Then he's going to call you. He's going to challenge you. To pick a wrestler, and he's going to pick a wrestler, and whoever's wrestler loses, that person has to leave. I'm like, okay. So then I, I'm talking to the the guy who writes the show. I was like, let's do something fun though. And you know, I'm sure he hates that when people like add to it. Because <laughs> so your ideas were cool, but what if no, they no, were no. fun? <laughs> no, no. I said, I said, <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. I yeah, said, yeah, let no, me yeah. let me add to it, and he, yeah. and of course he's like, okay. And I said, here's what we're gonna do. Like I'm known for like my glasses. It's like kind of a the signature thing. I was like, I have, I have. This is like one of three pairs that I have. Well, not anymore. But I was like, okay, I'm gonna wear like one of my older pair, and you, you have him take them on my face and just break them and throw them in the crowd. And he's like, okay, you're fine with that. I'm like, yeah. And then I'll take another pair out and put them on and then answer him. And he's like, yes. <laughs> and so that's what you probably saw. So he did that. It was my idea. And like, and like. Some people I could tell like so one day I'm like sitting in launch pad and someone walks by and they're like, You got you got new glasses. And I didn't know what they were talking about. I was like, What? Like, you got new glasses. And I was like, 
uh, and they're like, that guy, and then they go, they go, that guy broke your glasses. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't watch the whole clip, did you? And they're like, no, no. <laughs> you didn't watch the whole clip. But I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I didn't get any glasses. And uh, more people responded to that uh, clip than it was, yeah. And so, yeah. So I've gotten, it's gotten me to places that I, I never thought I would be. And I get to do, this absolutely a blast. If they, Said we're not going to pay you. I'd be like, okay, it's fine. Yeah, I get to go out and be in a wrestling ring and do fun, stupid things and talk on a microphone. And I was the commentator. I don't know if I'm going to be the commentator again, but I I didn't want to be the commentator, but I was I th- actually enjoyed it. I didn't think I was going to, but I did. See, I've been watching since I was five, so like I know what I'm supposed to do. It was really weird. I was like, as soon as I sat down, put the thing on, I was like. Psh- and I was like, oh, call Arnell Taibo. And he's like, throws him in the corner. Oh, the crowd is really giving him the business. You know, I was yeah. you know, saying all the things you're supposed to say. And it was like really weird. It was like, oh, wow. Interesting. So I could, I, I wouldn't mind doing that again. But you've got the voice for it. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, I tell my girlfriend, I'm like, you know what it's like? Like behind the scenes? She's like, what? I'm like, it's like putting on a play. It's really weird. Yeah. I'd imagine so. It is. It's yeah. totally that. Like it, it's like, and then because like everybody's backstage, and they're like, "Okay, I'm gonna," and then and then someone's like, "Okay, when I say this, you say this," and but give it a beat, and it's really interesting. It's like, and you get back in the back, everybody's like, "Great job, great job," you know. It's like really very like a play. Yeah. Because there's a whole backstage area. That's you know? fucking hilarious. It's super fun. It's it's yeah, and uh, I I wouldn't have got there if I you know without all this stuff. Um. I can't even think of all the things I've done. I mean, I've got to do some really fun shit, you know. Bring up, uh, you know, the Tenacious D thing. I, you know, they they were like, "Hey, we want you to do this." Oh like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it, you know. And uh, I didn't get to do it because I wasn't ready. But another band asked me to sing lead on on a song that night, and I found out the day before, and I said yes, and then I just couldn't get it, and I said I I can't do it. I'm not gonna get up there and just fuck this up. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, oh, this would be fun. This, you know, and I'm not a good singer. <laughs> But it would have been. I join you in that. Yeah, and I, it would have been fun. But you know, I hope this takes you where I've been. You know, and I hope it takes you farther. That's where I hope, man. But I, I've the ride I've had has been a blast. You know, I could write a book of all the shit. You know, that's fucking. Awesome. Maybe I will. So you should. That's that's fucking awesome. But, and I yeah, appreciate that. That's super awesome. It's 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 a blast. You know, and in in uh, yeah, networking is the key. Yeah. So yes, I. I could go on for three oh, yeah. hours about how sure. important that is. To I mean, I wouldn't. I say it all the time. Like, yeah. aside aside from the fact that, again, I feel very blessed to mm-hmm. have met and talked to all the people that I have on the pod so far. Yeah, like genuinely had conversation. Not just like, hey, how's it going? What are you doing? What are you? No, like actually like, conversation sure. and shit. You know, yeah. it's how isolating this all is. I mean, this would not exist without guests. No, and that's why I made it a point. To I, I thought it'd be cool to have mm-hmm. people sign a banner, but that's why like no matter where I go, like I'm gonna have that. a monument. To yeah, that. like for these sure. are the people that make the pot, not me. I'm right. just a I'm a conduit for the audience. Well, yes, but if you don't if you don't have the skill to move it along, then it it's it's tough. I do my best. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, it, it's one of those things where like sometimes. You know, you have to re- rein people in. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, those are the best problems to have. Yeah. It's like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> no, that is good. It, it, it's it's the, the worst one. Is, the worst problem is where you have to like, come on. 
Like, yeah. Give me something. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the worst problem. But like you know, again, it's it's a it's a craft, and you learn that, and you know, you just kind of you read people, and you learn it, and it's yeah. yeah. And I mean, I feel like you, you've done it four years. You yeah. I haven't watched you know a lot of your shows, but I watched some of it, and I could tell you know. And the other thing too is is if you have if you have the right kind of people, they know what they're doing too. Yeah, you know what I mean. This is true. Yeah, this is like Amanda. True. She knows what she's doing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, this has been a fucking blast. Sure, yeah, had a great thank time. Thank you, thank you so much for coming through. I would love to do this again sometime. Sure, thank you for having me on. Yeah, I'll, we'll have to bring you on our show. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, That'd absolutely, we'll have to do it. Yeah, probably after January because we have some stuff coming okay. up. So, hey. well, you have the holidays on. Yeah, yeah. whenever you like, let me yeah. know, and I'd love to have you back yeah. on, man. Uh, yeah. Where can people find you? Where both your personal or your, all your podcast stuff? Where so, can, where can uh, they find you? Our website's tenderingminimum dot com. Uh, we have uh, Instagram. It's tendering minimum podcast. Um, we're on every. If you want to listen to the, the the show, we're on YouTube. We're on every um, major pod. We're on every podcast catcher. I don't know what you call them now. I don't know what they're called now. But if you can't find us on something, I'd be shocked. <laughs> It's weird though, because I like there's new ones up that pop up all the time, and I'm like, who's using these? You so know? Like Spotify, Apple, Google, oh, all yeah. that shit's oh, gotcha. Every bit. You can go on our okay. website and it's all there. Awesome. But like there's some you're like, you know, you know what I mean? You Google yeah. your name and you're like, who is what is this one? Yeah. It's like just just tune in or something, you know, something <laughs> yeah. like like I don't and then and then you're like, I doubt them. And then you're like, Nope, there I am. Like yep. <laughs> there I am. Weird. Okay. Fuck yeah. Yeah, we're on all that stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Dude, 17 years. Yeah. That is a fucking accomplishment. Thank Eight, you. You said 18 next summer. Yeah. 20s around the corner. And <sighs> quite frankly, as a as a viewer and mm-hmm. as a fan, I don't expect you to stop anytime soon. Nah. What, what, you, what you guys have got going is a great thing. Thank you. And I appreciate um, that. Because, it, it, I mean, I will say this, and I don't know if you feel this way. Sometimes as, a, as a, someone putting stuff out in the world, you don't. Sometimes you're like, oh, are people even listening? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. And then and it and it for me it ebbs and flows. Like there'll be like nothing, and then all of a sudden I'll get tons of like love and feedback and everything. And it's like ah. And for people listening, if if you like what we do, let us know, man. We love that. We yeah. we enjoy it, and it keeps us going. And it, and to me, it always happens at the time it needs to happen. Like I'm just a little like ah. And someone's like, you know, like I've had a fan. I've had a fan come from Australia to hang out. Oh, I've had a fan come from London. Like he was gonna be here, but he was yeah. like, "Hey, you mind if I pop over and hang out with you guys?" And he twice he's he's come twice. He's brought us really good, amazing London gin both times. That's legit. So yeah. Fuck. So I mean, <laughs> all for it. So that's great. Yeah. That's a holy shit from London, huh? Yeah. That's fucking sick. Yeah. The Australian guy was like, "I'm gonna be in the United States. Can I pop over?" And I'm like, "Where are you gonna be in the United States?" Yeah. Define he's, United States, bud. He goes. He goes Florida. I go. Oh, we're not even close to that place. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "It's fine." He goes, he, so he flew over from Florida. I was like, okay. Oh, shit. Hung out that's, for the weekend. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I said, I, I don't expect you guys, to, I know you don't expect to stop anytime yeah. soon, but, you know, I do not expect that show to stop anytime good. soon. Well, you guys have got going to a good yeah. thing. Thank you. And uh, yeah, I'm real happy for you. Yeah. Happy for you too, man. This is great. Thank you very Love much. Love it. Love it, man. I've just been looking around, trying to, I've been trying to focus, but I'm like, oh, wow. Look, it was like, <laughs> I'm like, Batman, Batman, <laughs> Superman, Batman. That's cool. Well, thank you again for coming. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. And we will see you next time. Bye, everybody.